This is the Marvel Sports Podcast. The Dodgers had one of the best seasons I've ever seen. They've got a chance, and I think that they will uh, get the win on the road in Chicago. It was a battle for the Chiefs, but they ultimately prevailed. And here's your host, David Marr. And welcome into the fourth episode of the Marvel Sports Podcast. I'm David Marr alongside Andrew Spazano. He's over on Zoom for the third time this week. Um, I've, we've both just had a level of frustration that's been boiling over recently with school and being the one of the only guys in in the house. So, but Andrew, how have you been through uh, this this last week? It's been a grind, man. A lot of schoolwork. Um, Looking forward to Thanksgiving break, though. Give me some time to catch up on some research papers. But looking forward to the semester coming to an end soon. Yeah, same. I'm ex- I, like, usually I'm going to watch the my senior Thanksgiving Day football game that we won um, on Thanksgiving. I'm going to try to at least. Hopefully I can find a recording. Um, but, yeah, I've had it up to here with, uh, with school and um, – being alone at the house so like this is like the one time i get to like unload and just like uh take a breather as uh as everyone says so let's dive in it's basically the same thing we did last week we're going to talk about um some more college football um and it should be um you know there's some good good action this week but let's go back to last week um so the top four remains the same bama notre dame clemson still in there um Ohio State had their game canceled, but they've got a big challenge. So let's talk about Ohio State. Andrew, I'm trying to find a weakness on the Buckeyes, and it doesn't seem like they've got one up to this point. But do we see Indiana, who is now ranked number nine? They're in the top ten for the first time in God knows how long. So do you think there will be a challenge up in Columbus this weekend? You know, I look at the matchup, and it's a a 20-and-a-half-point spread. So they're really favoring Ohio State in this one. I don't I don't like that. I I think Indiana's going to give them at least for the I think for a half they're going to be in it. They're going to come out playing hard. Indiana's defense looked fantastic last week against Michigan State. They won that game 24 zip. I think moving into the top 10, they're going to be motivated. They're going to come out, but Justin Fields and Ohio State are just insane. I think Ohio State's going to win, but I don't know about 20 and a half points. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Indiana defense has been really one of the best, one of the most underrated in football to this point. And I know that people are saying, ah, it's Indiana. They haven't played anybody. You know, Penn State was, Penn State's now 0 4. Um, they, you know, they beat Michigan State. Meh, no one cares. Um, they beat Rutgers. But, I mean, against Michigan, a team that needed to win didn't win. At home, so that was an impressive win. I didn't expect them to beat Michigan. I didn't even expect them to be like even a tight game. Um, and the fact that they just blew Michigan out like that, that that says a lot about how far Indiana's come. And they were they were pretty good last year. They they were seven and two up up to the Penn State game, and then they lost. So you know, I I think Indiana's offense could test the Buckeyes, but they're gonna have to score a lot of points because Justin Fields is gonna have a big day against this defense. Um, but like 
does Ohio State have any kind of weakness that Indiana can try to exploit? I really don't see much of a weakness on that Ohio State team. They're just they're just a powerhouse. I think the best shot they have is that they keep it a shootout. Yeah, they're gonna have to score a lot of points. So staying in the Big Ten, aside from Indiana, you look around the Big Ten, and I know Maryland's got some issues with COVID, and you know we're still looking for that 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 team that's trying to emerge from the next three because we see Ohio State playing well, Indiana's playing well. Who's the best team in the Big Ten West? I guess with, with you know you got Iowa, you have Minnesota, you have um, I'm trying to think of who else. Give me a minute. Uh, Wisconsin um, and Purdue. Like who's the who's the best team out of those out of those guys right now? I'm really liking the way Wisconsin's played recently. Um, they went they went up against Michigan last week and they decimated them. Like they're. 13 right I think they moved up from 13 um but they made Jim Harbaugh's Michigan team look terrible I don't know what's going on with Michigan but Wisconsin looks really good they put up 49 last week they have trying to think they're playing Northwestern this week who won a nice they had a good win against Purdue I believe last week yep um but I'm excited to see what Wisconsin can do. Yeah, I like Wisconsin. I'm going to throw a watch out on Iowa. I think the Hawkeyes, two good wins against a Michigan State team that just came off of of beating uh, Michigan. And then last week, rivalry game against Minnesota, and they played well. There's, there's games on that schedule that don't seem like a challenge. they they got to go at Penn State, a team that is really struggling because they can't run the football. At, uh, gets to Nebraska, another team that I could see being 0-3 at this point. Illinois, really haven't seen a lot from the Illini. And then that big game on December 12th against Wisconsin. And, you know, if Wisconsin ends up falling out and they lose a game against either Northwestern or, you know, against – or they would still have to beat Northwestern, uh, Iowa would. Or Northwestern would have to lose, I guess, because they lost to Northwestern early in the season. You know, Iowa can make a good run, or can at least make a, a very decent bowl game. So I'm looking forward to see how Iowa, you know, they're playing really well on offense, and their defense has just been flying around. Um, so let's jump over to the Big 12. A big game this week, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I'm going to go a hot take here real quick before we dive into this game. I think Oklahoma State is a fraud football team. I really do. They can't protect the quarterback. Spencer Sanders hasn't played anywhere close to where he was at the beginning of last year, even at the beginning of this year. And their wins have not been that impressive. They had to gut one out against Iowa State. They had to gut one out against Kansas State, a depleted Kansas State team. And then they lost to Texas in overtime. I think that they're frauds. Um, I just don't know how they're going to be able to, you know, go on the road now to Norman and play against the Sooners team. But let's your opinion on Oklahoma, because it looked like they were dead at 1-2, and two, and now they've won four in a row. Like, could they give Oklahoma State problems? So I remember we were, t- we were talking a little bit about this earlier in the week. I really think that Oklahoma can win this game. Mm. I agree with you and on your hot take a little bit with how you described Oklahoma as kind of a fluke a little bit. Yeah, frauds. Um, or a fraudulent team. <laughs> I- <laughs> I really think Oklahoma can give them a battle. They're always Oklahoma's always fun to watch. It feels like every year, year in and year out, they won four straight. I think they can win this game. 
Yeah, I would agree with you. They've they've outscored their last two opponents, Texas Tech and Kansas, uh, 124 to 37. And I know that they're inferior teams, but you know, Oklahoma's still got a chance. You know, if they're able to ride out this last couple of games. Um, they even have a game against Baylor. They could win. They could knock Oklahoma State out of the of the top two and get themselves in. And then the other team they have to worry about, which who I think is the best team in the Big 12 to this point, is uh, Iowa State. And, you know, the Cyclones, you know, at the beginning of the year they lose to Louisiana. Everybody's like, all right, they're done. It's over. And I was like, it's the beginning of the season. They're going to lose that game. You know, it doesn't matter. They're playing against a Kansas State team that has been decimated by COVID and injuries and you know, the Wildcats still played well. So do we see Kansas State going on the road to Ames and giving them problems? Um, I think Iowa State's having a – they're having a good year. Um, I think they're going to win the game. But Kansas State, at a 4-3 and three record, I think they could come in and keep the game competitive. Um, I would not be surprised by that at all. But I think Iowa State should win this game. Yeah, I'm I think looking- they need this game. Yeah, I think that they. I think if they win the, I read a stat on Twitter that if they win two of their next three games, uh, they get into the Big Twelve Championship, which would be huge for Matt Campbell. He's been waiting for that opportunity. You know, twenty seventeen he was close, twenty eighteen he almost got there, um, and then I think it was last year they they turned on the Jets in the middle of the season, and then they faltered against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. They got through Oklahoma. They lost to Oklahoma State, where they could have won the game if they made if they made their kicks. Um, and they're they're a few steps away from the Big Twelve title game. If they beat K State and then they go on the road to Austin and on Friday afternoon and beat Texas, um, I, I think that they could still they still get a chance to get you know it's a long shot, but they could still get in the college football playoff. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, let's keep it with college football. Um, with um, let's go to the ACC. Is Notre Dame the best team in the ACC at this point in time? Because they beat Clemson, and then um, the, the big win on the road against Boston College in a rivalry game. Are, are they the best team? I am not prepared to say that they're the – right now they're the best team, but overall with Trevor Lawrence being back for Clemson, I'm not ready to say yet that they're the best team. I want to see – I really want to see a rematch of Clemson and Notre Dame in the playoffs. I'd love to see – what Notre Dame does against Trevor Lawrence. And to me, that'll answer that question. Um, but Notre Dame has looked fantastic. They beat a pretty good Boston College team this weekend, obviously coming off that huge win against Clemson. Um, and the Ian Book had another good game. They're, they're fun to watch. We'll see... We'll see what happens down the line with them. I'm going to throw another hot take into the mix about Notre Dame and say that Ian Book should be a Heisman Trophy candidate because yet, like he's flying under the radar. The way he played against BC, I'm like, how is this guy not a Heisman contender? Because he's been playing. You saw him scramble out of the pocket, run down for first downs, um, and 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 that defense is is very talented. They've got a great defensive line. They were all over BC's offense. Um, even when they turned the ball over early in the first quarter and, and BC got the field goal, they didn't, they didn't quit. And um, I think that shows that I think they're the most balanced offense. I think they're the most balanced offense, and I'm impressed with their defense. I think the question is, can they keep this up 
you know, coming off a of bye, they got to go to Chapel Hill next week against North Carolina for Friday, sort of kind of afternoon game, and then we'll transition into a night game, so that could be a challenge. Um, so, I mean, if Notre Dame is able to ride this out, I, I think that they're, they're probably not the best team in the country because I still like Bama and I still like uh, Clemson, but they're the most balanced, and you know, they got a good chance. So, I guess the other question in, in college football that I have is the best group of five team like we're waiting for that like that potential playoff crashing team and you know Cincinnati's good BYU's good Oregon if they're able to win out um they could potentially get in like you look at these group of five teams who, do you have a favorite group of five at this point a team that could potentially get into the college football playoff um Oregon they had a they had a pretty big win last they won 43-29 they played Washington State I really like Oregon. Um, I remember last year they had hurt. I I remember watching them a lot last year. This year they look good again. I think they could. I think they could get in. They keep. They keep winning games. I think the one concern that I have for Oregon is to um, you know they they still have to play Washington down the road. They still got to play uh, Cal, and those two gave them a scare last year. Um, and I still want to see this quarterback, Tyler Shaw, um, if he could keep developing into a good quarterback. Um, but I think best group of five has to be uh, Cincinnati. They avenged the the American Championship loss to um, to Memphis a couple weeks ago. They've been playing great defense. Their quarterbacks been playing great. Tough challenge for them on the road this week against UCF, who beat them two years ago with an opportunity to win the conference championship themselves. Um, and then Cincinnati beat them last year. So revenge is a factor. Um, title game is still at stake for UCF. They only have two losses, and they could still mathematically get in if they win this game. But I like the Bear. I'm also impressed with BYU. Like I watched BYU once against Boise State, and they looked excellent. I think they could, you know, their, their quarterback's been playing excellent. They're running the football, and I'm impressed with their defense. So, I mean, out of, out of those, 47, they're 47 and a half point favorites this week against North Alabama. Jeez, um, yeah, that'll be a great. I think the Cincinnati UCF game is going to be a, an interesting game, along with Wisconsin Northwestern. Yeah, I'm gonna one last hot take in football. I think I think Northwestern is going to beat Wisconsin. I, I really do. I, I'm impressed with Northwestern. You look at where they were last year; they were a, a, an atrocious offense. And now they're scoring, you know, twenty something points a game. They've been playing so much better on defense, and um, they've beaten some good. They've beaten good teams. They beat Maryland, who was starting to get hot. They beat Iowa, who was looking good. Who's looking good right now? And um, I'm impressed. I think at home game against Wisconsin. Wisconsin coming off a big win or rivalry game against Michigan. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I think Northwestern could give them problems. Is there any upset you could see out there this weekend? Um, I think the Northwestern Wisconsin game could be good. Then I'll also the other upset, like we talked about before, is I could see Oklahoma beating Oklahoma State. Um, and then yeah, I also think I want to see what Tennessee can do against Auburn. They haven't played well this year. They're usually they usually have a good program year in and year out. So I'd like to see if they can pick it up against Auburn this weekend. I think that's a potential game to keep an eye on. But 
I like your Northwestern pick there against Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they play defensively. And um, and I know Trevor Lawrence coming back, I think Florida State could cover the, what is it, a 35-something point spread? Against yeah, Carson. 35 and a half. Yeah, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that number with Trevor Lawrence coming back. And I still think Clemson's banged up on defense. Um, Florida State could give them a scare for at least a quarter. Like I wouldn't say it's. I'm not gonna say Clemson's gonna blow him out, but um, I'm interested to see how Trevor Lawrence does in his uh, first game coming back from the from the COVID list, and that's gonna be interesting. So I'm also looking forward to the Oregon UCLA game because I'm still waiting to see Oregon play a complete game. You know, they fell behind against Washington State, had to slam the door. They fell behind against Stanford, had to slam the door. They got to start fast and against the UCLA team that just hung 34 points on Cal in their second game of the season, um, they could score a lot of points. You know, this defense that Oregon is going to have to play arguably its best game of the season if they're going to be able to beat UCLA. But, you know, Oregon's favored by 13, a lot of points against a, against a high-scoring team. So, 13 and a half. Yeah, I think that's too many points. I got UCLA will cover, in my in my opinion. So I would watch out for those games. So uh, when we come back, we'll be talking some football. Um you're listening to the Marvel Sports Podcast. We'll be right back with NFL. Alright, so welcome back. We are going to dive into NFL action. We'll talk about some of the big games that we saw last week. And we'll get into our picks for week 11. So last week, Thursday night football, the Colts took down the Titans 34-17. I think we picked Tennessee in that one, so we got that one wrong. Yeah, we did. um, The first game that I want to talk about that I'm really giddy about is the Giants beating the Eagles. David, do you think the Giants can win the NFC East? Well, I think I don't think that they could win the NFC East. I think the Eagles could lose the NFC East because the Giants. I think they've got a difficult schedule coming out of the bye. They got to go to Cincy, then they got to go to Seattle, and then they got to play against Arizona, Cleveland, and Baltimore, and then they finally wrap it up against an easy team like Dallas. But the Eagles have the, basically the same calendar because they have to play um, after after last week. They got to go to Cleveland, then they got to play the Sea the Seahawks on Monday night at home. At Green Bay versus New Orleans at Arizona, and then two divisional games right after with Dallas and the and the and the football team. Um, so I don't I, I think that the the Eagles I don't think they're a consistent team. I think Carson Wentz is an average quarterback. I think that his offense is depleted. Their offensive line continues to break down, and and their defense. I mean, they gave that game away against the Giants. They couldn't stop Daniel Jones. He was like what seventy five percent completion for, uh, last week. He um, was, and he had a lot of rush. He had the, the big rushing touchdown yeah, to get big, going on yeah, the first offensive drive. Yeah, so I think that as much as I, I want the Giants to win the division, they have to really come out of this, out of the mess that they're about to go into after their bye week. And, and I'll say this, they go 3-3. Three and three, I, I think they can win the division because the Eagles have such a difficult schedule coming up. But I was impressed. I think the Giants, are a, I think the Giants have a great defense, and uh, Daniel Jones is definitely improving. That was one that they really needed to win. Yeah, that was a huge win for them. That puts them 
that makes them a contender at the very least in the I guess you could call it the NFC least. Yep, absolutely. So all, all four teams have major flaws, but the Giants look like they're at least heading in the right direction with the two straight wins. Um, how do you feel about your Panthers getting decimated by the by the Bucks? Um, well, I talked to uh, Coach Dungey on Twitter before the game started, and he said like they've got a chance. All they have to do is just. You know, quick passes to get out of the defense and uh, stop Tom Brady. And they didn't do either one of those things. So he completely, he was right. They should have done what he said, and they didn't. So, um, but I, I think Tampa Bay got back to, they shook off that game in New Orleans, or against New Orleans at home. They came back, and they just, they got back to running the football, which was what they needed to do and what they should have done last week or two weeks ago against New Orleans. So, that's a game that Tampa Bay needed to win, and now another tough stretch of their schedule because they got to play the Rams um, on Monday night. Then they got to play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and then the Red Hot Vikings after their bye. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and then two games against Atlanta, and Atlanta can score. So, I think the Bucks, if they can get through this stretch and they can get to like nine and four, ten and three, I think they could be a playoff team. So. Um, that was a good win for Tampa Bay, one that they, they did really need to win that game. Yeah, huge bounce back for them. I think Ronald Jones had a 98-yard rushing touchdown. It's like set a record or something there. That made me just um, go off on Twitter about how terrible the Panthers' defense is. It really, like, as much as we, and their offense can't move the ball. They, they don't have Christian McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater's banged up, you know, and their defense is just it, it, it's terrible. It, we just have to come to re, we have to come to facts. Their defense is just terrible. So it is. Yeah, they couldn't stop the Bucks at all. I think I think they had like four or five different receivers with at least five receptions. Um just a tough loss. I think Panthers have Detroit this week who I think they can beat. Um another another really entertaining game obviously everyone remembers the one the big highlight being the touchdown at the end bills bills cardinals deandre hopkins who do you think made who's that play more like who made a better play there the throw from kyler murray or the catch by d hop well kyler murray can get away from just about anything so i think that um I think that anybody could have – if it was Tom Brady, I would have said there's no way he could have made that throw under that kind of pressure. If it was Kyler Murray, I would have said absolutely. If he could run out of the pocket, he could easily get out of that um, that tough play. But I got to give it to DeAndre Hopkins. Going up in triple coverage and somehow coming down with the football um, was unbelievable. And uh, definitely the play of the season. But the Cardinals have been in some excellent football games. The Sunday night game against Seattle going into overtime – the Cards winning on the last play of the game in overtime on the walk-off field goal. Going to San Francisco and beating the 49ers. Um, the game last week against Buffalo. It makes me question. They lost to Carolina. I'm like, every time they win the, a, a meaningful football game, I'm like, how in the world did this team lose to the Carolina Panthers on the road the way that they've been playing? But tough tough test uh, tonight against a, a Seattle team that is – that's angry and that really needs to win this game. But um, I think the Cardinals, if they're able to you know, run out the last stretch of this calendar, I think they've got a really good chance to be a spoiler in the playoff. Yeah, the Cardinals have looked really good. They've beat some really good teams. 
Um, obviously, beating Buffalo there, Josh Allen came out of the gates hot. And then in the fourth quarter, I think he, threw, he had a couple turnovers. And then he had that big throw to Diggs on the last drive. You're like, oh, look, Buffalo, they picked it up. They're, looks like they're going to come out of this with a dub. And then that incredible play at the end of the game. We're going to be seeing that on Sports Center all year. Yeah, I will say. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so moving on, the Rams played. We, uh, we just spoke about the Seahawks. And one of the reasons they're angry is they got shut down by the Rams' defense. I was wrong about that game. I really thought Seattle was going to win that game. They just didn't come out. Um, obviously, Chris Carson being down doesn't help. Um, but the Rams' defense made some big plays. I think they had two picks. Big win there. Um, but our biggest upset of the week was last Sunday night. The Patriots took down the Ravens. And what are, what are your thoughts on that? That's a huge win for them. Well, I think the Patriots got back to um, got back to what they were capable of with Cam Newton. That's to run the football, play talented defense, and I thought they didn't have a chance because Lamar Jackson is electric. They couldn't stop him last year, and they had like half their defense hurt from last year. So no Gilmore, no Shalit Calhoun on the defensive line. They were down a couple of middle linebackers. I'm like, how in the world do the Patriots have a chance against Baltimore? And, you know, the Patriots came out, and I think we're learning a lot about Baltimore. They look like a one-trick pony out there because all they do is run Lamar Jackson, run Lamar Jackson. They don't let him throw the ball. He was he was under <clears> – he threw a pick. He had 250 yards passing. Cam Newton was 13 of 17 with 118 yards and a touchdown. I know it wasn't a much stouter day from Cam Newton, but – Lamar Jackson has run the ball too many times. They're not letting him throw the football. And Baltimore's defense looked tired at the end of the game. And the Patriots ran right through them, um, outgained them by almost 50 yards, or more than 50 yards, excuse me. And, and Jacoby Myers, I got to tell you, he is an unsung hero of the season because he's been playing outstanding. He had a touchdown pass, I think, to um, to Rex Burkhead in a, in a play that I didn't even think was possible. And then I watched as... The broadcast continued. They showed a real Jacoby Myers playing quarterback. And I'm like, make Jacoby Myers the quarterback. Why don't we start Cam Newton? Just put Jacoby Myers out there. Let him do what he can. And, you know, but an impressive win for the Patriots. So, yeah, a huge win there. And then the last thing we'll talk about from last week is the Steelers. So, your upset pick of the Bengals, that didn't happen. 36 to 10 Steelers, still undefeated. They have a. They still have a couple tough matchups. I know they have to play the Baltimore. Do you think the Steelers can keep this up? Well, I'm gonna say I'm never picking the Cincinnati Bengals ever again because they just can't deliver with Joe Burrow. And I thought coming out of their bye, they would be playing great. And uh, and the Steelers got back to their formula, which was to play excellent defense. And I, what I should have done is thought it through because I knew the Bengals had a terrible offensive line going against the Steelers defense. I didn't think that through, but to answer your question, no. I, I don't think the Steelers will finish undefeated because they have to play Baltimore, and if Baltimore wins this week against um, Tennessee, um, then that game on Thanksgiving night is going to be huge, and the Ravens have got to win that game, and w- when they play with all that pressure around them, they play very well and, and talented. Um, so, And then 
at Buffalo, and the Bills have played very well against good teams. I I, I was going to say this about the Bills. I don't discredit them for that loss in Arizona last week. I, I think that they're still a good team. They were playing against the, an MVP candidate in Kyler Murray, um, and sometimes you just can't hold down hold him down. He's a fantastic quarterback, so I'm not taking away the Bills being one of the best teams in the AFC. They, they go into the bye banged up, which is good, so they'll get healthy. Um, so I think the Steelers will lose to Baltimore. They'll lose to Buffalo. And they could lose to Indianapolis later in the season because the Colts have a great defense. Mm-hmm. Yep, I I have my eye on that Buffalo game. I think Pittsburgh-Buffalo is going to be great. And also, the Ravens and Colts, they're going to be challenging. Um, we'll see what happens, though, because the Steelers' offense look, looks really good right now. So, yeah, they do against some tough defenses, though. So, moving on to Week 11, we got a lot of really hard games, I feel like, to pick. And one of those is tonight. You got the Cardinals going into the Seahawks, a huge divisional matchup. Both teams are 6-3. and three. And I think I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Seahawks tonight. I think they're going to come out angry. Um, I know Chris Carson isn't playing, but I think Carlos Hyde can step up and potentially have a score and at least 50 yards. But I think Russell Wilson is going to lead the charge in a shootout victory tonight against the Cardinals at home. Well, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast. I just don't think the Seattle defense is good. They, they can't win these big games. You go back to against Arizona when they were undefeated, big game. The Cardinals won the game. They go to Buffalo in another big game. They lost. They go to the to the Rams against an inconsistent offense, and they just got destroyed by Jared Goff. Um, and they held the Rams to less than 60 yards rushing, and they still lost the game. I just think Seattle is decimated on defense. Uh, Jamal Adams is questionable. The Cardinals can score points. And I think Kyler Murray is going to make an MVP statement going on the road and getting a win. So I'm going to... I'll take Arizona and a tight one out there in Seattle. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be very high scoring. Um, both defenses aren't playing well. I could see, I could see Buda Baker making a big play though at the end and sealing it. If, if I were to pick Arizona, I would also watch, stick with my pick. Um, yeah, I would watch for Isaiah Simmons, the uh, Cardinals first-round draft pick. He had a big pick against Seattle last, the last meeting that they played. I think he's going to come on and make big plays as well and give Arizona the lift on defense. So moving on to some Sunday action, we got the Philadelphia Eagles going into Cleveland. You had Cleveland had a 10-7 win last week. Nick Chubb came off of IR and had a huge game. And in this one, I think I'm going to go with, I think Cleveland's going to win this game. Philly's just too inconsistent. Their run defense is they got decimated by Wayne Gallman and the Giants last week. I think Cleveland is going to improve this 7-3 and three and take down Philly here. Yeah, I just um, got word that the some of the Eagles wide receivers tested positive, including uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Um, so they're, they're too decimated on offense. Uh, Blaine Johnson could potentially be out. Jason Peters could be out. Um, and Carson Wentz is too inconsistent, but I'm impressed with Cleveland. They they got back to Nick Chubb. He looks fully healthy to me, and I think that they've been playing so much better on offense. Um, the Browns are fourth in the league in rushing yards per game, and they've been playing 
about as good football as I know it was 10-7 last week against Houston, but that was because the weather was absolutely terrible. Um, so I think, and Miles Garrett, I think I keep an eye on Miles Garrett. If the Eagles offensive line is banged up, I see him having a big day. So I like Cleveland at home. Yeah, so we agree on that one. Um, the game last week, I mean, that obviously they started off with a weather delay. So it was, and there was crazy wind there. I think I saw like upwards of 30 miles per hour. So it's obviously a tough day to have a big offensive game. Um, the next game on the schedule, you got a divisional matchup. It's the Falcons at the Saints. Who do you like in this one? Well, I'm going to call the upset. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think the Falcons have they've won three of the last four, coming off the bye. Um, and uh, I think the Falcons' defense has been playing so much better. Um, and no Drew Brees in this game. I, I, and the Falcons, you remember last season, the Falcons gave the Saints two great games. They won the one in New Orleans. They lost in Atlanta with, I think, three onside kick recoveries. So, yep, I think uh, I think the Falcons go on the road and win. I, I'm, I think... Just I can't no Drew Brees in the lineup. I can't pick against the Saints. I can't pick the Saints this time. I like that pick a lot. The Saints, um, no, just an unfortunate and very upsetting injury. I think Drew Brees with five cracked ribs and a punctured lung. That's a huge blow. He, I think that could be at the very at the very least season ending for him. And well, I don't think Jameis Winston can the Falcons at home because I think the Falcons offense with I think Calvin Ridley supposed to play this week he's questionable I just think the Falcons I think they could go in and win this game I'm gonna take Atlanta as well um so moving on we got the Cincinnati Bengals at, at the Washington football team who's your pick in that one well, and the only interesting thing about this game is that the, it's the two top picks in the draft going head-to-head and Joe Burrow and right aside him, Chase Young, on the other side of the line for Washington. I think the football team's been too inconsistent on offense, and they should have won that game against Detroit. They should have beaten the Giants. Um, they should have beaten um, Baltimore. No, they shouldn't have beaten Baltimore. They should have beaten Arizona because they were so close to making a comeback. Um, I think the football team's too inconsistent. I think the Bengals uh, get back on track. Joe Burrow has another big game. Um, I'm going with Cincinnati in this one. Yep. Um, Washington had a really tough loss despite Alex Smith setting a career high for yards, or passing yards, I think. Um, He's actually looked really good coming off of that devastating injury he had a couple couple years back. Um, The... I do think that the Bengals are going to win this game for two reasons. A, I'm a Giants fan and I need Washington to lose. <laughs> and B, the real reason, I just think Cincinnati has more talent. Um, I think they're going to, they just got decimated by the Steelers. I think they're going to come out angry and they're going to go into Washington and win that game. Um. So next, you got the Detroit Lions at your Carolina Panthers. Is Teddy Bridgewater going to play, and do you think they can take down Detroit? Well, the answer is no. He's not going to play. I think he's just too banged up. Two injuries, uh, back-to-back games. Um, 
Hopefully PJ Walker starts. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. He should have been the starter anyway because it's Coach Rule and he uh, coached Walker at Temple during his time there. Um, Detroit's defense is another question mark, um, but the Carolina defense is just as bad. So uh, no, I think Detroit. I think Detroit wins this game. I, I, I just can't pick against the Pan- I can't pick the Panthers defense right now. I agree, especially if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play. No, I just don't think that Walker's got enough experience to win this game against Detroit. Um, I think Detroit's gonna win this one, but I think it'll. I think it should be a good game. It should be relatively close, but I think Detroit has the edge, especially with no Teddy and no CMC, which is also just unfortunate for Carolina. Um. So we got Pittsburgh going into Jacksonville, and I think this would be my lock for the week. Um, I think Pittsburgh's going to be 10 and 0, 10 and a half point favorites against the Jags. Just, I mean, they were competitive against Green Bay last week. Um, Green Bay just, Aaron Rodgers had a great game, but they, James Robinson was eating them alive, but. I think Pittsburgh's going to take this one. That's my lock pick of the week. What do you think on this one? I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are thinking because the Steelers haven't played their most complete game. Um, I think that this could be a shootout because Jacksonville's been playing a lot better with Jake Luton, a quarterback. Um, the Steelers have to get back to running the football. Um, because the Jags grew up the 130, 131 yards a game on the ground. And James Conner can run the football. Um, I, I think Pittsburgh's going to win, but I think 10.5 is a lot of points considering the way Jacksonville's played the last few weeks. Yeah, it should be interesting to see if Pittsburgh can improve the 10 and 0. We'll see what happens there. Um, then next, you got the Tennessee Titans going into Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Who do you like in this one? Both teams at 6 and 3. I guess it depends on who needs it more because I feel like I like Tennessee. I love Derrick Henry. I love Ryan Tannehill. I love Mike Vrabel. Um, but I I can't see Baltimore losing this football game. I just can't see it. I think Tennessee's defense is too bad. Um, I think that their rushing, their passing defense can't stop anybody. Um, they couldn't stop the Colts. Um, so I think Baltimore goes gets the win and sets up a Pretty interesting showdown next week with Pittsburgh at, uh, in, at Heinz Field. I also think coming off that tough loss in, at New England, I think Baltimore is going to come into this game at home really motivated to win against a good Tennessee team. I'm taking I'm taking Baltimore in this one. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a big game. He's due for one. He's kind of been on and off this year. Um, certainly not looking like he did last year. But I think this is—I think this is the week he gets back on track and gets the team back on track. They're gonna have—they're gonna improve the seven and three going into that big game against Pittsburgh. Um, next, we got the Patriots coming off that huge win against the Texans. Um, this is a—and the Patriots are gonna make the playoffs. This is a game that they have to take in ten, in in Houston. Who do you see winning this one? I like the Patriots. I think they're Stephon Gilmore could be back. I can help them in the secondary. 
Uh, J.C. Jackson has another unsung hero of the season. He's been playing outstanding on defense. Um, and I don't think Houston gives up the most rushing yards um, in the league. They also give up the second, the second most yards a game on defense. Um, so the Patriots really need to win this game. And I think they have to come out aggressive and um, start throwing it around because I think Jacoby Myers can make plays. So um, I'm going with the Patriots. But I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, I can see this one being very good. With the Texans giving up a little over 120 yards to Nick Chubb last week, I think a player to watch is going to be... I think Harris is a player to watch. I think he could have a big game for the Pats. Damian Harris. I think Cam Newton can run the ball a lot in this game. And Jacoby Myers just evolved into their, their guy right now. He's just... Cam Newton and him, they have a great connection. I could see him having a big game as well. I think the Patriots are going to win this football game. The Texans just aren't having a great year at all. Their defense has just been awful. Um, so, moving on, we got the Dolphins who won again last week going into Denver. And Tua had another good game. What do you see happening here? I'm tempted to pick Denver. I really am. The high altitude... Um, the high altitude could be a huge factor for Tua and this Dolphins offense. Um, but Denver's offense, on the other hand, is really struggling. Um, they can't score, and I don't think they're going to score enough to beat Tua and the Dolphins. I, I think it's going to be really close, though. The, again, the high altitude scares me, but um, Miami's playing the best ball out of anybody right now. So um, I'm taking the Dolphins, but very, very close game. Yeah, Miami's hot right now, um, but I think a lot of this comes down to, for me, is if Drew Locke is going to play. I know he's questionable. Um, if he doesn't play, I'm definitely giving this one to Miami, but if not, I still think Miami wins in a close game. But I think Tua's going to have his most challenging game yet. I think Denver's defense could poses a problem in the high altitude. We'll see what happens. Um, then the next game, you got the 0-9 New York Jets going into LA to take on the Chargers. Can the Jets finally win a game? No, no, not against the Chargers. I think the Chargers finally get a win. I mean, they've been they've been waiting, waiting, and waiting for that, that big game from Justin Herbert. I think this is it. I think Justin Herbert goes off, and uh, I think the Chargers win. Chargers win big, too. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. The um, the Jets are just horrible. I mean, the Jets um, are coming off. Good. Oh, uh, uh, the Jets are coming off a bye, and they just they were competitive in their last game against the Pats with Joe Flacco at QB. He's starting again this weekend, but the Chargers have some playmakers on that defense, and. They obviously have Herbert, who I think has just gotten... It's just been unfortunate for them. They've had some big leads that they've blown. Um, but I think they're going to... I think going against the Jets, they should have no problem in that in that game. Um, so, next on the schedule, you got a really good game. You got the Packers going into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. 
Who do you like in this close one? I'm really tempted to pick Indianapolis because they've been playing the defense is the best in the league. But I just think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers really need really need to win this game. Because they could create separation with the Bears absolutely going nowhere. And Minnesota starting to get a little bit hot. Um, the Packers really need to win this game. I mean, the, <clears throat> the Colts do too, but um, and I know that they're going to be scoreboard watching the, the Tennessee-Baltimore game to see if they can gain any ground on the Titans, but I, I, just, I can't see the Green Bay Packers losing this football game, so I'll take the Colts. I mean, no, I'm sorry, I'll take the Packers uh, and Aaron Rodgers. Yep, I really, really need Aaron Rodgers to go do well this week because he's my starting QB this week in fantasy. But Indianapolis's defense, I think, is still ranked number one. It's going to be really challenging. I think this is equally as important, if not more important, for the Colts. And I could see them winning a very close game against Green Bay this week. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good game. And we'll see what happens. Um, next, you got the Dallas Cowboys going into Minnesota against the Vikings, who just took down the Bears, who just lost Nick Foles for a while, it looks like. Um, but the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, and Adam Thielen, they had a really great connection. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna destroy Dallas, who just looks terrible this year. Who do you like in this one? Dallas gives up the second most rushing yards in the league, and Dalvin Cook has been a monster for the Vikings. I think they can they can still make the playoffs. I think the Vikings are they're coming on to be a potential playoff team, and uh, yeah, I'm with you. They're gonna d destroy Dallas no matter who's playing quarterback. Um, Dallas Dallas just can't score, so, and they can't play defense. Yeah, I think you're gonna see a monster game from Dalvin. He's had. He had a stretch where he had 400 yards in two weeks going. He didn't have as... The Bears were able to contain him. I think he's going to come out with triple digits and at least one or two scores against Dallas. Um, next, you got the Chiefs at the Raiders for Sunday Night Football. The Raiders went into KC and handed KC their only loss of the season just a few weeks ago. Now the Chiefs are... Now the Raiders are hosting the Chiefs. Do you think the Raiders can do it again? Absolutely not. I don't I don't even see it being competitive. I think the the Raiders almost their entire D-line hit the COVID list and um, the fact that they won't be able to practice for a little while and Kansas City is been playing so much better since that loss. And um, Andy Reid when he has extra time on a bye really gets his team up for the challenge and um, I just I, I don't even think this is going to be competitive. I think Kansas City blows out the Raiders. Um, what's the point spread? Seven and a half. I think that's a lock. I think Kansas City. I think Kansas City wins by at least twenty-one points. I agree. Um, the COVID scare for the Raiders just that really puts them at a, at a big disadvantage defensively. And Patty Mahomes has looked real has looked fantastic. Like. The questions coming in, can he do it again? Can he come off the momentum from the Super Bowl win? He's answering that question and he's 
just been outstanding. And I think he's he's definitely an MVP favorite right now. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to go in and beat down Oakland as, or Las Vegas as well. So moving on to the final game of the week, Monday Night Football, Rams at Bucks. Who do you like in this one? I want to pull the trigger on the Rams, but I just their offense is so inconsistent. Um, and good win against Seattle, but they should have beaten the Dolphins if they were playing that well. Um, they should have beaten the 49ers if they were playing that well. They should have beaten Buffalo. They should have beaten Buffalo um, on the road. Um, another East Coast trip. I mean, can the Rams really get up off the get off the high horse after that big win against Seattle? Um, I think it's a defensive game. I think it's low scoring, but I, I t- Tom Brady beat Jared Goff in the Super Bowl. He'll beat him again this time. I think the Ram- I think the Bucks win, and I think the Bucks win by like a point or two. It's gonna be close. I agree. I think the Bucks are going to win this game. They looked really good last week, bouncing back against Carolina. Um, the Rams defense has been playing well though, so. It's going to be a challenge for the Bucks to score a lot of points, but I just don't trust the Rams' offense to go into Tampa and outscore Brady and his powerhouse offense that he's been given by Tampa Bay. So I think that the Bucks are going to win this game. All right, and with that, that is a wrap for Episode 4 of the Marvel Sports Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can check us out on Spotify or on Anchor. Um, be on the lookout for my Week uh, 11 Uh, pick post on marvelsports.com for Andrew I'm David we'll say so long and uh, we'll see you guys next week Uh, Thanksgiving episode will be released on uh, Tuesday Wednesday but we'll definitely get it out there before um, the turkey gets served so we'll see you guys next week this is the Marvel Sports Podcast the Dodgers had one of the best seasons I've ever seen. They've got a chance, and I think that they will uh, get the win on the road in Chicago. It was a battle for the Chiefs, but they ultimately prevailed. And here's your host, David Marr. And welcome into the fourth episode of the Marvel Sports Podcast. I'm David Marr alongside Andrew Spazano. He's over on Zoom for the third time this week. Um, I've, we've both just had a level of frustration that's been boiling over recently with school and being the one of the only guys in in the house. So, but Andrew, how have you been through uh, this this last week? It's been a grind, man. A lot of schoolwork. Um, looking forward to Thanksgiving break though. Give me some time to catch up on some research papers. But looking forward to the semester coming to an end soon. Yeah, same. I'm ex- I, like usually I'm gonna watch the my senior Thanksgiving Day football game that we won. Um, on Thanksgiving, I'm gonna try to at least hopefully I could find a recording. Um, but yeah, I've had it up to here with uh, with school and um being alone at the house so like this is like the one time i get to like unload and just like uh take a breather as uh as everyone says so let's dive in it's basically the same thing we did last week we're going to talk about um some more college football um and it should be 
Um, you know, there's some good good action this week, but let's go back to last week. Um, so the top four remains the same. Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson still in there. Um, Ohio State had their game canceled, but they've got a big challenge. So let's talk about Ohio State. Andrew, I, I'm trying to find a weakness on the Buckeyes, and it doesn't seem like they've got one up to this point. But do we see Indiana, who is now ranked number nine? They're in the top ten for the first time in God knows how long. So do you think there will be a challenge up in Columbus this weekend? You know, I look at the matchup, and it's a 20-and-a-half-point spread. So they're really favoring Ohio State in this one. I don't. I don't like that. I I think Indiana is going to give them at least for the. I think for a half they're going to be in it. They're going to come out playing hard. Indiana's defense looked fantastic last week against Michigan State. They won that game twenty four zip. I think moving into the top ten, they're going to be motivated. They're going to come out, but Justin Fields and Ohio State are just insane. I think Ohio State's going to win, but I don't know about 20 and a half points. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Indiana defense has been really one of the best, one of the most underrated in football to this point. And I know that people are saying, ah, it's Indiana. They haven't played anybody. You know, Penn State was, Penn State's now 0 4. Um, you know, they beat Michigan State. Meh, no one cares. Um, they beat Rutgers. But, I mean, against Michigan, a team that needed to win didn't win. At home, so that was an impressive win. I didn't expect them to beat Michigan. I didn't even expect them to be like even a tight game. Um, and the fact that they just blew Michigan out like that—that that, that says a lot about how far Indiana's come. And they were—they were pretty good last year. They—they they were seven and two up up to the Penn State game, and then they lost. So, you know, I, I think Indiana's offense could test the Buckeyes, but they're gonna have to score a lot of points because Justin Fields is gonna have a big day against this defense. Um, but, like, does Ohio State have any kind of weakness that Indiana can try to exploit? I really don't see much of a weakness on that Ohio State team. They're just they're just a powerhouse. I think the best shot they have is that they keep it a shootout. Yeah, they're going to have to score a lot of points. So, staying in the Big Ten, aside from Indiana... You look around the Big Ten, and I know Maryland's got some issues with COVID, and you know we're still looking for that 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 team that's trying to emerge from the next three, because we see Ohio State playing well, Indiana's playing well. Who's the best team in the Big Ten West? I guess with, with you know you got Iowa, you have Minnesota, you have um, I'm trying to think of who else. Give me a minute. Uh, Wisconsin um, and Purdue. Like who's the who's the best team out of those out of those guys right now? I'm really liking the way Wisconsin's played recently. Um, they went they went up against Michigan last week and they decimated them. Like they're thirteen, right? I think they moved up from thirteen. Um, but they made Jim Harbaugh's Michigan team look terrible. I don't know what's going on with Michigan, but. Wisconsin looks really good. They put up 49 last week. They have, I'm trying to think, they're playing Northwestern this week, who won a nice, they had a good win against Purdue, I believe, last week. Yep. Um, but I'm excited to see what Wisconsin can do. Yeah, I like Wisconsin. I'm going to throw a watch out on Iowa. 
I think the Hawkeyes, two good wins against a Michigan State team that just came off of, of beating uh, Michigan. And then last week, rivalry game against Minnesota, and they played well. There's, there's games on that schedule that don't seem like a challenge. they they got to go at Penn State, a team that is really struggling because they can't run the football. At, uh, gets to Nebraska, another team that I could see being 0-3 at this point. Illinois, we really haven't seen a lot from the Illini. And then that big game on December 12th against Wisconsin. And, you know, if Wisconsin ends up falling out and they lose a game against either Northwestern or, you know, against – or they would still have to beat Northwestern uh, – Iowa would, or Northwest would have to lose, I guess, because they lost to Northwestern early in the season. You know, Iowa could make a good run, or at least make a a very decent bowl game. So I'm looking forward to see how Iowa, they're playing really well on offense, and their defense has just been flying around. Um, So let's jump over to the Big 12. A big game this week, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I'm going to go a hot take here real quick before we dive into this game. I think Oklahoma State is a fraud football team. I really do. They can't protect the quarterback. Spencer Sanders hasn't played anywhere close to where he was at the beginning of last year, even at the beginning of this year. And their wins have not been that impressive. They had to gut one out against Iowa State. They had to gut one out against Kansas State, a depleted Kansas State team. And then they lost to Texas in overtime. I think that they're frauds. Um, I just don't know how they're going to be able to you know, go on the road now to Norman and play against the Sooners team. But let's... Your opinion on Oklahoma, because it looked like they were dead at one and two, and now they've won four in a row. Like, could they give Oklahoma State problems? So I remember we were t- we were talking a little bit about this earlier in the week. I really think that Oklahoma can win this game. Mm. I agree with you and on your hot take a little bit with how you described Oklahoma as kind of a fluke a little bit. Yeah, frauds. Um, or a fraudulent team. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I really think Oklahoma can give them a battle. They're always Oklahoma's always fun to watch. It feels like every year, year in and year out, they won four straight. I think they can win this game. Yeah, I would agree with you. They've they've outscored their last two opponents, Texas Tech and Kansas, a uh, hundred and twenty four to thirty seven. And I know that they're inferior teams, but you know, Oklahoma's still got a chance. You know, if they're able to ride out this last couple of games. Um, they even have a game against Baylor. They could win. They could knock Oklahoma State out of the of the top two and get themselves in. And then the other team they have to worry about, which who I think is the best team in the Big Twelve to this point, is uh, Iowa State. And you know the Cyclones. You know the beginning of the year they lose to Louisiana. Everybody's like, all right, they're done. It's over. And I was like, it's the beginning of the season. They're going to lose that game. You know it doesn't matter. They're playing against Kansas State team that has been decimated by COVID and injuries and. You know, the Wildcats still played well. So do we see Kansas State going on the road to Ames and giving them problems? Um, I think Iowa State's having a – they're having a good year. Um, I think they're going to win the game. But Kansas State, at a 4-3 record, I think they could come in and keep the game competitive. Um, I would not be surprised by that at all. But I think Iowa State should win this game. Yeah, I'm I think looking- they need this game. Yeah, I think that they. I think if they win the, I read a stat on Twitter that if they win two of their next three games, uh, they get into the Big Twelve Championship, which would be huge for Matt Campbell. He's been waiting for that opportunity. You know, twenty seventeen he was close. Twenty eighteen he almost got there, um, and then I think it was last year they they turned on the Jets in the middle of the season, and then they faltered against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. 
They got through Oklahoma. They lost to Oklahoma State where they could have won the game if they made if they made their kicks. Um, and they're, they're a few steps away from the Big 12 title game. If they beat K-State and then they go on the road to Austin and on Friday afternoon and beat Texas, um, I, I think that they could still – they still get a chance to get – you know, it's a long shot, but they could still get in the college football playoff. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, let's keep it with college football. Um, with um, Let's go to the ACC. Is Notre Dame the best team in the ACC at this point in time? Because they beat Clemson, and then um, the, the big win on the road against Boston College in a rivalry game. Are, are they the best team? I am not prepared to say that they're the – right now they're the best team, but overall with Trevor Lawrence being back for Clemson, I'm not ready to say yet that they're the best team. I want to see – I really want to see a rematch of Clemson and Notre Dame in the playoffs. I'd love to see – what Notre Dame does against Trevor Lawrence and to me that'll answer that question um but Notre Dame has looked fantastic they beat a pretty good Boston College team this weekend obviously coming off that huge win against Clemson um and Ian Book had another good game they're they're fun to watch we'll see We'll see what happens down the line with them. I'm going to throw another hot take into the mix about Notre Dame and say that Ian Book should be a Heisman Trophy candidate because yet, like, he's flying under the radar. The way he played against BC, I'm like, how is this guy not a Heisman contender? Because he's been playing. You saw him scramble out of the pocket, run down for first downs, um, and 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 that defense is is very talented. They've got a great defensive line. They were all over BC's offense. Um, even when they turned the ball over early in the first quarter and, and BC got the field goal, they didn't, they didn't quit. And um, I think that shows that – I think they're the most balanced offense. I think they're the most balanced offense, and I'm impressed with their defense. I think the question is can they keep this up, you know, coming off a of bye. they got to go to Chapel Hill next week against North Carolina for Friday sort of kind of afternoon game, and then we'll transition into a night game, so that could be a challenge. Um so, I mean, if Notre Dame is able to ride this out, I, I think that they're, they're probably not the best team in the country because I still like Bama and I still like uh, Clemson, but they're the most balanced. And, you know, they got a good chance. So I guess the other question in, in college football that I have is the best group of five team. Like, we're waiting for that, like, that potential playoff crashing team. And, you know, Cincinnati's good. BYU's good. Oregon, if they're able to win out, um, they could potentially get in, like, you look at these group of five teams, do you have a favorite group of five at this point, a team that could potentially get into the college football playoff? Um, Oregon, they had a they had a pretty big win last week. They won 43-29. They played Washington State. I really like Oregon. Um, I remember last year they had hurt. I, I remember watching them a lot last year. This year they look good again. I think they could I think they could get in. They keep they keep winning games. I think the one concern that I have for Oregon is to um, you know they they still have to play Washington down the road. They still got to play uh, Cal, and those two gave them a scare last year. Um, and I still want to see this quarterback Tyler Shaw um, if he could keep developing into a good quarterback. Um, but I think best group of five has to be uh, Cincinnati. They avenged the eight. The American Championship lost to um, to Memphis a couple weeks ago. 
They've been playing great defense. Their quarterback's been playing great. Tough challenge for them on the road this week against UCF, who beat them two years ago with an opportunity to win the conference championship themselves. Um, and then Cincinnati beat them last year. So revenge is a factor. Um, title game is still at stake for UCF. They only have two losses, and they could still mathematically get in if they win this game. But I like the Bear. I'm also impressed with BYU. Like I watched BYU once against Boise State, and they looked excellent. I think they could. You know, their, their quarterbacks been playing excellent. They're running the football, and I'm impressed with their defense. So, I mean, out of, out of those, forty-seven. T- they're forty-seven and a half point favorites this week against North Alabama. Jeez. Um, yeah, that'll be a great. I think the Cincinnati UCF game is going to be a, an interesting game, along with Wisconsin Northwestern. Yeah, I'm gonna. One last hot take in football. I think I think Northwestern is going to beat Wisconsin. I, I really do. I, I'm impressed with Northwestern. You look at where they were last year. They were a, a, an atrocious offense, and now they're scoring you know twenty something points a game. They've been playing so much better on defense, and um, they've beaten some good. They've beaten good teams. They beat Maryland, who was starting to get hot. They beat Iowa, who was looking good. Who's looking good right now? And um, I'm impressed. I think. At home game against Wisconsin. Wisconsin coming off a big win or rivalry game against Michigan. I don't know. I, I you know I, I think Northwestern could give them problems. Is there any upset you could see out there this weekend? Um, I think the Northwestern Wisconsin game could be good. And then I'll also the other upset like we talked about before is I could see Oklahoma beating Oklahoma State. Um, and then yeah, I also think. I want to see what Tennessee can do against Auburn. They haven't played well this year. They're usually they usually have a good program year in and year out. So I'd like to see if they can pick it up against Auburn this weekend. I think that's a potential game to keep an eye on. But I like your Northwestern pick there against Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how they play defensively, and um, and I know Trevor Lawrence coming back. I think. Florida State could cover the what is it a thirty five something point spread against yeah, Clemson. And a half. Yeah, I don't. I'm not comfortable with that number with Trevor Lawrence coming back, and I still think Clemson's banged up on defense. Um, Florida State could give them a scare for at least a quarter. Like I wouldn't say it's. I'm not going to say Clemson's going to blow them out, but um, I'm interested to see how Trevor Lawrence does in his uh, first game coming back from the from the COVID list, and that's going to be interesting. So. I'm also looking forward to the Oregon UCLA game because I'm still waiting to see Oregon play a complete game. You know, they fell behind against Washington State, had to slam the door. They fell behind against Stanford, had to slam the door. They got to start fast and against the UCLA team that just hung 34 points on Cal in their second game of the season. Um, they could score a lot of points. You know, this defense that Oregon is going to have to play arguably its best game of the season if they're going to be able to beat UCLA. But you know. Oregon's favored by thirteen, a lot of points against a against a high scoring team. So thirteen and a half. Yeah, I think that's too many points. I got UCLA will cover in my in my opinion. So I would watch out for those games. So uh, when we come back, we'll be talking some football. Um, you're listening to the Marvel Sports Podcast. We'll be right back with NFL.
All right, so welcome back. We are going to dive into NFL action. We'll talk about some of the big games that we saw last week, and we'll get into our picks for Week 11. So last week, Thursday Night Football, the Colts took down the Titans 34-17. I think we picked Tennessee in that one, so we got that one wrong. Yeah, but, we did. Um, The first game that I want to talk about that I'm really giddy about is the Giants beating the Eagles. David, do you think the Giants can win the NFC East? Well, I think... I don't think that they could win the NFC East. I think the Eagles could lose the NFC East because the Giants, I think they've got a difficult schedule. Coming out of the bye, they got to go to Cincy. Then they got to go to Seattle. And then they got to play against Arizona, Cleveland, and Baltimore. And then they finally wrap it up against an easy team like Dallas. But the Eagles have... the basically the same calendar because they have to play um, after after last week. They got to go to Cleveland. Then they got to play the Sea the Seahawks on Monday night at home at Green Bay versus New Orleans at Arizona and then two divisional games right after with Dallas and the, and the, and the football team. Um, so I don't, I, I think that the, the Eagles, I, I don't think they're a consistent team. I think Carson Wentz is an average quarterback. I think that his offense is depleted. Their offensive line continues to break down, and, and their defense, I mean, they gave that game away against the Giants. They couldn't stop Daniel Jones. He was like, what, 75% completion for, uh, last week? He um, was, and he had a lot of rush. He had the, the big rushing touchdown yeah, to get big, going on yeah, the first offensive drive. Yeah, so I think that as much as I, I want the Giants to win the division, they have to really come out of this out of the mess that they're about to go into after their bye week. And, and I'll say this, they go 3-3, three and three, I think they can win the division because the Eagles have such a difficult schedule coming up. But I was impressed. I think the Giants are. Uh, I think the Giants have a great defense, and uh, Daniel Jones is definitely improving. That was one that they really needed to win. Yeah, that was a huge win for them. That puts them. That makes them a contender at the very least. And that, I guess you could call it the NFC least. Yep, absolutely. So all, all four teams have major flaws, but the Giants look like they're at least heading in the right direction with the two straight wins. Um, how do you feel about your Panthers getting decimated by the by the Bucks? Um, well, I talked to uh, Coach Dungey on Twitter before the game started, and he said like they've got a chance. All they have to do is just you know quick passes to get out of the defense and uh, stop Tom Brady. And they didn't do either one of those things. So he completely he was right. They should have done what he said, and they didn't. So. Um, but I, I think Tampa Bay got back to, they shook off that game in New Orleans or against New Orleans at home and they came back and they just, they got back to running the football, which was what they needed to do and what they should have done last week or two weeks ago against New Orleans. So uh, that's a game that Tampa Bay needed to win. And now another tough stretch of their schedule because they got to play the Rams, um, on Monday night. Then they got to play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and then the Red Hot Vikings after their bye. So <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and then two games against Atlanta, and Atlanta can score. So I think the Bucks, if they can get through this stretch and they can get to like nine and four, ten and three, I think they could be a playoff team. So um, that was a good win for Tampa Bay, one that they they did really need to win that game. Yeah, huge bounce back for them. I think Ronald Jones had a ninety-eight yard rushing touchdown. It's like set a record or something there. That made me just um, go off on Twitter about how terrible the Panthers' defense is. It really like as much as we and their offense can't move the ball. They they don't have Christian McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater's banged up, you know. And 
their defense is just it, it, it's terrible. It, we just have to come to re, we have to come to facts. Their defense is just terrible. So it is. Yeah, they couldn't stop the Bucks at all. I think I think they had like four or five different receivers with at least five receptions. Um, just a tough loss. I think Panthers have Detroit this week, who I think they can beat. Um, another another really entertaining game obviously everyone remembers the one the big highlight being the touchdown at the end bills bills cardinals deandre hopkins who do you think made who's that play more like who made a better play there the throw from kyler murray or the catch by d hop well kyler murray can get away from just about anything so i think that um I think that anybody could have – if it was Tom Brady, I would have said there's no way he could have made that throw under that kind of pressure. If it was Kyler Murray, I would have said absolutely. If he could run out of the pocket, he could easily get out of that um, that tough play. But I got to give it to DeAndre Hopkins. Going up in triple coverage and somehow coming down with the football um, was unbelievable. And uh, definitely the play of the season. But the Cardinals have been in some excellent football games. The Sunday night game against Seattle, going into overtime – the Cards winning on the last play of the game in overtime on the walk-off field goal. Going to San Francisco and beating the 49ers. Um, the game last week against Buffalo. It makes me question, they lost to Carolina. I'm like, every time they win the, a, a meaningful football game, I'm like, how in the world did this team lose to the Carolina Panthers on the road the way that they've been playing? But tough tough test uh, tonight against a, a Seattle team that is... That's angry, and that really needs to win this game. But um, I think the Cardinals, if they're able to you know, run out the last stretch of this calendar, I think they've got a really good chance to be a spoiler in the playoff. Yeah, the Cardinals have looked really good. They've beat some really good teams. Um, obviously, beating Buffalo there, Josh Allen came out of the gates hot. And then the fourth quarter, I think he, threw, he had a couple turnovers. And then he had that big throw to Diggs on the last drive. You're like, oh, look, Buffalo, they picked it up. They're, looks like they're going to come out of this with a dub. And then that incredible play at the end of the game, we're going to be seeing that on Center all year. Yeah, I will say. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so moving on, the Rams played – uh, we just spoke about the Seahawks, and one of the reasons they're angry is they got shut down by the Rams' defense. I was wrong about that game. I, I really thought Seattle was going to win that game. They just didn't come out. Um, obviously, Chris Carson being down doesn't help. Um, but the Rams' defense made some big plays. I think they had two picks. Big win there. Um, but... Our biggest upset of the week was last Sunday night. The Patriots took down the Ravens. And what are, what are your thoughts on that? That's a huge win for them. Well, I think the Patriots got back to um, got back to what they were capable of with Cam Newton. That's to run the football, play talented defense. And I thought they didn't have a chance because Lamar Jackson is electric. They couldn't stop him last year. And they had like half their defense hurt from last year. So no Gilmore, no Shalit Calhoun on the defensive line. They were down a couple of middle linebackers. I'm like, how in the world do the Patriots have a chance against Baltimore? And, you know, the Patriots came out, and I think we're learning a lot about Baltimore. They look like a one-trick pony. 
out there because all they do is run Lamar Jackson, run Lamar Jackson. They don't let him throw the ball. He was he was under <clears throat> he threw a pick. He had 250 yards passing. Cam Newton was 13 of 17 with 118 yards and a touchdown. I know it wasn't a much stouter day from Cam Newton, but Lamar Jackson has run the ball too many times. They're not letting him throw the football, and Baltimore's defense looked tired at the end of the game, and the Patriots ran right through them, um, outgained them by almost 50 yards, or more than 50 yards, excuse me. And, and Jacoby Myers, i got to tell you, he is an unsung hero of the season because he's been playing outstanding. He had a touchdown pass, I think, to um, to Rex Burkhead in a in a play that I didn't even think was possible. And then I watched as the broadcast continued, they showed a reel of Jacoby Myers playing quarterback. And I'm like, make Jacoby Myers the quarterback. Why don't we start Cam Newton? Just put Jacoby Myers out there, let him do what he can, and you know. But an impressive win for the Patriots. So yeah, huge win there. And then the last thing we'll talk about from last week is the Steelers. So your upset pick of the Bengals, that didn't happen. 36-10 to 10 Steelers, still undefeated. They, have a, they still have a couple tough matchups. I know they have to play the Baltimore. Do you think the Steelers can keep this up? Well, I'm going to say I'm never picking the Cincinnati Bengals ever again because they just can't deliver with Joe Burrow. And I thought coming out of their bye, they would be playing great. And uh, and the Steelers got back to their formula, which was to play excellent defense. And I, what I should have done is thought it through because I knew the Bengals had a terrible offensive line going against the Steelers' defense. I didn't think that through. But to answer your question, no. I, I don't think the Steelers will finish undefeated because they have to play Baltimore. And if Baltimore wins this week against um, Tennessee, um, then that game on Thanksgiving night is going to be huge. And the Ravens have got to win that game. And when they play with all that pressure around them, they play very well and, and talented. Um, so, and then at Buffalo, and the Bills have played very well against good teams. I, I, I was going to say this about the Bills. I don't discredit them for that loss in Arizona last week. I, I think that they're still a good team. They were playing against the, an MVP candidate in Kyler Murray, um, and sometimes you just can't hold down hold him down because he's a fantastic quarterback. So I'm not taking away the Bills being one of the best teams in the AFC. They, they go into the bye banged up, which is good, so they'll get healthy. Um, so I think the Steelers will lose to Baltimore. They'll lose to Buffalo. And they could lose to Indianapolis later in the season because the Colts have a great defense. Mm-hmm. Yep, I I have my eye on that Buffalo game. I think Pittsburgh-Buffalo is going to be great. And also the Ravens and Colts, they're going to be challenging um, we'll see what happens, though, because the Steelers' offense look, looks really good right now. See so, yeah, how they do against some tough defenses, though. So moving on to Week 11, we got a lot of really hard games, I feel like, to pick. And one of those is tonight. You got the Cardinals going into the Seahawks, a huge divisional matchup. Both teams are 6-3. and three. And... I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Seahawks tonight. I think they're gonna come out angry. Um, I know Chris Carson isn't playing, but I think Carlos Hyde could step up and potentially have a score and at least 50 yards. But I think Russell Wilson is gonna lead the charge in a shootout victory tonight against the Cardinals at home. Well, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast. I just don't think the Seattle defense is good. They, they can't win these big games. You go back to against Arizona when they were undefeated, big game. 
the Cardinals won the game. They go to Buffalo in another big game. They lost. They go to the to the Rams against an inconsistent offense, and they just got destroyed by Jared Goff. Um, and they held the Rams to less than 60 yards rushing, and they still lost the game. I just think Seattle is decimated on defense. Uh, Jamal Adams is questionable. The Cardinals can score points. And I think Kyler Murray is going to make an MVP statement going on the road and getting a win. So I'm going to – I'll take Arizona and a tight one out there in Seattle. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be very high scoring. Um, both defenses aren't playing well. I could see I could see Buda Baker making a big play, though, at the end and sealing it if, if I were to pick Arizona. I would also I watch, stick with my pick. Um, yeah, I would watch for Isaiah Simmons, the uh, – Cardinals first round draft pick. He had a big pick against Seattle last the last meeting that they played. I think he's going to come on and make big plays as well and give Arizona the lift on defense. Mm-hmm. So moving on to some Sunday action, we got the Philadelphia Eagles going into Cleveland. Who had Cleveland had a ten seven win last week. Nick Chubb came off of IR and had a huge game. And in this one, I think I'm going to go with. I think Cleveland's going to win this game. Philly's just too inconsistent. Their run defense is... They got decimated by Wayne Gallman and the Giants last week. I think Cleveland is going to improve this 7-3 and three and take down Philly here. Yeah, I just um, got word that the some of the Eagles wide receivers tested positive, including uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Um, so they're, they're too decimated on offense. Uh, Blaine Johnson could potentially be out. Jason Peters could be out. Um, and Carson Wentz is too inconsistent. But I'm impressed with Cleveland. They they got back to Nick Chubb. He looks fully healthy to me. And I think that they've been playing so much better on offense. Um, the Browns are fourth in the league in rushing yards per game. And they've been playing about as good as football. I know it was 10-7 last week against Houston. But that was because the weather was absolutely terrible. Um, so I think, and Miles Garrett, I think I keep an eye on Miles Garrett. If the Eagles' offensive line is banged up, I see him having a big day. So I like Cleveland at home. Yep. So we agree on that one. Um, the game last week, I mean, that obviously they started off with a weather delay. So it was, and there was crazy wind there. I think I saw like upwards of 30 miles per hour. So it's obviously a tough day to have a big offensive game. Um, the next game on the schedule, you got a divisional matchup. It's the Falcons at the Saints. Who do you like in this one? Well, I'm going to call the upset. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think the Falcons have they've won three of the last four, coming off the bye. Um, and uh, I think the Falcons' defense has been playing so much better. Um, and no Drew Brees in this game. I, I And the Falcons, you remember last season, the Falcons gave the Saints two great games they won the one in New Orleans. They lost in Atlanta with, I think, three onside kick recoveries. So, ho coup. Yep, I think uh, I think the Falcons go on the road and win. I, I'm, I think, just I can't. No Drew Brees in the lineup. I can't pick against the Saints. I can't pick the Saints this time. I like that pick a lot. The Saints, um, you know, just an unfortunate and very upsetting injury. I think Drew Brees with five cracked ribs and a punctured lung. That's a huge blow. He, I think that could be, at the very, at the very least, season ending for him. And um, well, I don't think Jameis Winston can beat the Falcons at home because 
I think the Falcons offense with I think Calvin Ridley's supposed to play this week. He was questionable. I just think the Falcons I think they could go in and win this game. I'm gonna take Atlanta as well. Um so moving on, you got the Cincinnati Bengals at at the Washington football team. Who's your pick in that one? Well, and the only interesting thing about this game is that the, it's the two top picks in the draft going head-to-head and Joe Burrow and right aside him, Chase Young, on the other side of the line for Washington. I think the football team's been too inconsistent on offense, and they should have won that game against Detroit. They should have beaten the Giants. Um, they should have beaten um, Baltimore. No, they shouldn't have beaten Baltimore. They should have beaten Arizona because they were so close to making a comeback. Um I think the football team is too inconsistent. I think the Bengals uh, get back on track. Joe Burrow has another big game. Um, I'm going with Cincinnati in this one. Yep. Um, Washington had a really tough loss despite Alex Smith setting a career high for yards, or passing yards, I think. Um, He's actually looked really good coming off of that devastating injury he had a couple couple years back. Um, The... I do think that the Bengals are going to win this game for two reasons. A, I'm a Giants fan, and I need Washington to lose. <laughs> and B, the real reason, I just think Cincinnati has more talent. Um, I think they're going to – they just got decimated by the Steelers. I think they're going to come out angry, and they're going to go into Washington and win that game. Um. So next, you got the Detroit Lions at your Carolina Panthers. Is Teddy Bridgewater going to play, and do you think they can take down Detroit? Well, the answer is no. He's not going to play. I think he's just too banged up. Two injuries, uh, back-to-back games. Um, Hopefully, P.J. Walker starts. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. He should have been the starter anyway because it's Coach Rule, and he uh, coached Walker at Temple during his time there. Um, Detroit's... Defense is another question mark, um, but the Carolina defense is just as bad. So uh, no, I think Detroit. I think Detroit wins this game. I, I, I just can't pick against the Pan. I can't pick the Panthers defense right now. I agree, especially if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play. No, I just don't think that Walker's got enough experience to win this game against Detroit. Um, I think Detroit's going to win this one. But I think it'll. I think it should be a good game. Should be relatively close. But I think Detroit has the edge, especially with no Teddy and no CMC, which is also just unfortunate for Carolina. Um. So we got Pittsburgh going into Jacksonville, and I think this would be my lock for the week. Um. I think Pittsburgh's going to be ten and 10 and a half point favorites against the Jags, who just. I mean, they were competitive against Green Bay last week. Um, Green Bay just – Aaron Rodgers had a great game, but they – James Robinson was eating them alive. But I think Pittsburgh's going to take this one. That's my lock pick of the week. What do you think on this one? I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are thinking because the Steelers haven't played their most complete game. Um, I think that this could be a shootout. Because Jacksonville's been playing a lot better with Jake Luton, a quarterback. Um, the Steelers have to get back to running the football. 
um, because the Jags give up the 130, 131 yards a game on the ground, and James Conner can run the football. Um, I, I think Pittsburgh's going to win, but I think 10.5 is a lot of points considering the way Jacksonville's played the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting to see if Pittsburgh can improve the 10 and 0. We'll see what happens there. Um, then next, you got the Tennessee Titans going into Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Who do you like in this one? Both teams 6 and 3. I guess it depends on who needs it more because I feel like I like Tennessee. I love Derrick Henry. I love Ryan Tannehill. I love Mike Vrabel. Um, but I. I can't see Baltimore losing this football game. I just can't see it. I think Tennessee's defense is too bad. Um, I think that their rushing, their passing defense can't stop anybody. Um, they couldn't stop the Colts. Um, so I think Baltimore goes gets the win and sets up a pretty interesting showdown next week with Pittsburgh at, uh, in, at Heinz Field. I also think coming off that tough loss in, at New England, I think Baltimore is going to come into this game at home really motivated to win against a good Tennessee team. I'm taking I'm taking Baltimore in this one. I think Lamar Jackson's gonna have a big game. He's due for one. He's kind of been on and off this year. Um certainly not looking like he did last year. But I think this is I think this is the week he gets back on track and gets the team back on track. They're gonna have they're going to improve the 7-3 and three going into that big game against Pittsburgh. Um, next, we got the Patriots coming off that huge win against the Texans. Um, this is a – and if the Patriots are going to make the playoffs, this is a game that they have to take in, ten, in, in Houston. Who do you see winning this one? I like the Patriots. I think they're – Stephon Gilmore could be back. That could help them in the secondary – uh, J.C. Jackson has another unsung hero of the season. He's been playing outstanding on defense. Um, and I don't think Houston gives up the most rushing yards um, in the league. They also give up the second the second most yards a game on defense. Um, so the Patriots really need to win this game. And I think they have to come out aggressive and um, start throwing it around because I think Jacoby Myers can make plays. So... Um, I'm going with the Patriots, but I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, I can see this one being very good with the Texans giving up a little over 120 yards to Nick Chubb last week. I think a player to watch is going to be – I think Harris is a player to watch. I think he could have a big game for the Pats. Damian Harris. I think Cam Newton can run the ball a lot in this game. And Jacoby Myers just evolved into their their guy right now. He's just – Cam Newton and him, they have a great connection. I could see him having a big game as well. I think the Patriots are going to win this football game. The Texans just aren't having a great year at all. Their defense has just been awful. Um, So moving on, we got the Dolphins who won again last week going into Denver. And Tua had another good game. What do you see happening here? I'm tempted to pick Denver. I really am. The high altitude, um, the high altitude could be a huge factor for Tua and this Dolphins offense. Um, but Denver's offense, on the other hand, is really struggling. Um, they can't score, and I don't think they're going to score enough to beat 
Tua and the Dolphins. I, I think it's going to be really close, though. The, again, the high altitude scares me, but um, Miami's playing the best ball out of anybody right now, so um, I'm taking the Dolphins, but very, very close game. Yeah, Miami's hot right now, um, but I think a lot of this comes down to, for me, is if Drew Locke is going to play. I know he's questionable. Um if he doesn't play, I'm definitely giving this one to Miami. But if not, I still think Miami wins in a close game. But I think Tua's going to have his most challenging game yet. I think Denver's defense could pose a problem in the high altitude. We'll see what happens. Um, Then the next game, you got the 0-9 New York Jets going into L.A. to take on the Chargers. Can the Jets finally win a game? No, no, not against the Chargers. I think the Chargers finally get a win. I mean, they've been they've been waiting, waiting, and waiting for that that big game from Justin Herbert. I think this is it. I think Justin Herbert goes off, and uh, I think the Chargers win. Chargers win big too. Yeah, this is a no brainer. The um, the Jets are just horrible. I mean, the Jets um, are coming off. Good. Oh, uh, uh, the Jets are coming off a bye. And they just, they were competitive in their last game against the Pats with Joe Flacco at QB. He's starting again this weekend, but the Chargers have some playmakers on that defense. And they obviously have Herbert, who I think has just gotten, it's just been unfortunate for them. They've had some big leads that they've blown. Um, But I think they're going to, I think going against the Jets, they... Should have no problem in that in that game. Um, so next on the schedule, you got a really good game. You got the Packers going into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Who do you like in this close one? I'm really tempted to pick Indianapolis because they've been playing. The defense is the best in the league, but. I just think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers really need really need to win this game because they could create separation with the Bears absolutely going nowhere and Minnesota starting to get a little bit hot. Um, the Packers really need to win this game. I mean, the, <clears throat> the Colts do too, but um, and I know that they're going to be scoreboard watching the, the Tennessee-Baltimore game to see if they can gain any ground on the Titans, but I, I, just, I can't see the Green Bay Packers losing this football game, so... I'll take the Colts. I mean, no, I'm sorry. I'll take the Packers uh, and Aaron Rodgers. Yep, I really, really need Aaron Rodgers to go do well this week because he's my starting QB this week in fantasy. But Indianapolis's defense, I think, is still ranked number one. It's going to be really challenging. I think this is equally as important, if not more important, for the Colts and. I could see them winning a very close game against Green Bay this week. So we'll see what happens. Is that again? It's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good game. And we'll see what happens. Um, Next, you got the Dallas Cowboys going into Minnesota against the Vikings, who just took down the Bears, who just lost Nick Foles for a while, it looks like. Um, but the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, and Adam Thielen, they had a really great connection. I think they're going to 
I think they're going to destroy Dallas, who just looks terrible this year. Who do you like in this one? Dallas gives up the second most rushing yards in the league, and Dalvin Cook has been a monster for the Vikings. I think they could, they could still make the playoffs. I think the Vikings are they're coming on. They can be a potential playoff team, and uh, yeah, I'm with you. They're going to d- destroy Dallas, no matter who's playing quarterback. Um, Dallas, Dallas just can't score, so and they can't play defense. Yeah, I think you're going to see a monster game from Dalvin. He's had he had a stretch where he had 400 yards in two weeks. Going, he didn't have as the Bears were able to contain him. I think he's going to come out with triple digits and at least one or two scores against Dallas. Um, next, you got the Chiefs at the Raiders for Sunday Night Football. The Raiders went into KC and handed KC their only loss of the season just a few weeks ago. Now the Chiefs are now the Raiders are hosting the Chiefs. Do you think the Raiders can do it again? Absolutely not. I don't I don't even see it being competitive. I think the the Raiders almost their entire D line hit the COVID list and um the fact that they won't be able to practice for a little while and Kansas City is been playing so much better since that loss. And um Andy Reid, when he has extra time on a bye, really gets his team up for the challenge. And um I just I I don't even think this is gonna be competitive. I think Kansas City blows out the Raiders. Um what's the point spread? Seven and a half? I think that's a lock. I think Kansas City yeah. I think Kansas City wins by at least twenty one points. I agree. Um the COVID scare for the Raiders just that really puts them at a at a big disadvantage defensively. And Patty Mahomes has looked real has looked fantastic, like the question's coming in. Can he do it again? Can he come off the momentum from the Super Bowl win? He's answering that question, and he's just been outstanding. And I think he's he's definitely an MVP favorite right now. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to go in and beat down Oakland as, or Las Vegas as well. So moving on to the final game of the week, Monday Night Football. Rams at Bucks. Who do you like in this one? I want to pull the trigger on the Rams, but I just the offense is so inconsistent. Um, and good win against Seattle, but they should have beaten the Dolphins if they were playing that well. Um, they should have beaten the 49ers if they were playing that well. They should have beaten Buffalo. They should have beaten Buffalo um, on the road. Um, another East Coast trip. I mean, can the Rams really get up off the? get off the high horse after that big win against Seattle. Um, I think it's a defensive game. I think it's low scoring, but I, I, t- Tom Brady beat Jared Goff in the Super Bowl. He'll beat him again this time. I think the Ram- I think the Bucks win, and I think the Bucks win by like a point or two. It's going to be close. I agree. I think the Bucks are going to win this game. They looked really good last week, bouncing back against Carolina. Um the Rams' defense has been playing well, though, so it's going to be a challenge for the Bucks to score a lot of points, but I just don't trust the Rams' offense to go into Tampa and outscore Brady and his powerhouse offense that he's been given by Tampa Bay. So I think that the Bucks are going to win this game. All right, and with that, that is a wrap for Episode 4 of the Marvel Sports Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can check us out on Spotify or on Anchor. 
Um, be on the lookout for my week uh, 11 uh, pick post on marvelsports.com. Um, for Andrew, I'm David. We'll say so long, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Thanksgiving episode will be released on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, but we'll definitely get it out there before um, the turkey gets served. So we'll see you guys next week. This is the Marvel Sports Podcast. The Dodgers had one of the best seasons I've ever seen. They've got a chance, and I think that they will uh, get the win on the road in Chicago. It was a battle for the Chiefs, but they ultimately prevailed. And here's your host, David Marr. And welcome into the fourth episode of the Marvel Sports Podcast. I'm David Marr alongside Andrew Spazano. He's over on Zoom for the third time this week. Um, I've, we've both just had a level of frustration that's been boiling over recently with school and being the one of the only guys in in the house. So, but Andrew, how have you been through uh, this this last week? It's been a grind, man. A lot of schoolwork. Um, looking forward to Thanksgiving break though. Give me some time to catch up on some research papers, but looking forward to the semester coming to an end soon. Yeah, same. I'm excited. Usually I'm going to watch the, my senior Thanksgiving day football game that we won, um, on Thanksgiving. I'm going to try to at least hope I could find a recording. Um, but yeah, I've had it up to here with, uh, with school and, um, being alone at the house so like this is like the one time i get to like unload and just like uh take a breather as uh as everyone says so let's dive in it's basically the same thing we did last week we're going to talk about um some more college football um and it should be um you know there's some good good action this week but let's go back to last week um so the top four remains the same bama notre dame clemson still in there um Ohio State had their game canceled, but they've got a big challenge. So let's talk about Ohio State. Andrew, I, I'm trying to find a weakness on the Buckeyes, and it doesn't seem like they've got one up to this point. But do we see Indiana, who is now ranked number nine? They're in the top ten for the first time in God knows how long. So do you think there will be a challenge up in Columbus this weekend? You know, I look at the matchup, and it's a 20-and-a-half-point spread. So they're really favoring Ohio State in this one. I don't, I don't like that. I I think Indiana is going to give them at least for the. I think for a half they're going to be in it. They're going to come out playing hard. Indiana's defense looked fantastic last week against Michigan State. They won that game twenty four zip. I think moving into the top ten, they're going to be motivated. They're going to come out, but Justin Fields and. Ohio State are just insane. I think Ohio State's going to win, but I don't know about 20 and a half points. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Indiana defense has been really one of the best, one of the most underrated in football to this point. And I know that people are saying, ah, it's Indiana. They haven't played anybody. You know, Penn State was, Penn State's now 0 4. Um, you know, they beat Michigan State. Meh, no one cares. Um, they beat Rutgers. But, I mean, Against Michigan, a team that needed to win, didn't win at home. So that was an impressive win. I didn't expect them to beat Michigan. I didn't even expect them to be like even a tight game. 
Um, and the fact they just blew Michigan out, like that, that, that says a lot about how far Indiana's come. And they were, they were pretty good last year. They, they were 7-2 and two up, up to the Penn State game, and then they lost. So, you know, I, I think Indiana's offense could test the Buckeyes, but they're going to have to score a lot of points because Justin Fields is going to have a big day against this defense. Um, but, like, does Ohio State have any kind of weakness that Indiana can try to exploit? I really don't see much of a weakness on that Ohio State team. They're just they're just a powerhouse. I think the best shot they have is that they keep it a shootout. Yeah, they're gonna have to score a lot of points. So staying in the Big Ten, aside from Indiana, you look around the Big Ten and I know Maryland's got some issues with COVID and you know, we're still looking for that that, that team that's trying to emerge from the next three because we see Ohio State playing well, Indiana's playing well. Who's the best team in the Big Ten West, I guess? With, with you know, you got Iowa, you have Minnesota, you have, um, I'm trying to think of who else, give me a minute, uh, Wisconsin um, and Purdue. Like, who's the who's the best team out of those out of those guys right now? I'm really liking the way Wisconsin's played recently. Um, they went they went up against Michigan last week and they decimated them. Like, they're. 13 right I think they moved up from 13 um but they made Jim Harbaugh's Michigan team look terrible I don't know what's going on with Michigan but Wisconsin looks really good they put up 49 last week they have trying to think they're playing Northwestern this week who won a nice they had a good win against Purdue I believe last week yep um but I'm excited to see what Wisconsin can do. Yeah, I like Wisconsin. I'm going to throw a watch out on Iowa. I think the Hawkeyes, two good wins against a Michigan State team that just came off of of beating uh, Michigan. And then last week, rivalry game against Minnesota, and they played well. There's there's games on that schedule that don't seem like a challenge. they got to go at Penn State, a team that is really struggling because they can't run the football. Against uh, Nebraska, another team that I could see being 0-3 at this point. Illinois, really haven't seen a lot from the Illini. And then that big game on December 12th against Wisconsin. And, you know, if Wisconsin ends up falling out and they lose a the game against either Northwestern or, you know, against – or they would still have to beat Northwestern. Uh, Iowa would – or Northwestern would have to lose, I guess, because they lost to Northwestern early in the season. You know – Iowa can make a good run, or it can at least make it a very decent bowl game. So I'm looking forward to see how Iowa, you know, they're playing really well on offense, and their defense has just been flying around. Um, so let's jump over to the Big 12. A big game this week, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I'm going to go a hot take here real quick before we dive into this game. I think Oklahoma State is a fraud football team. I really do. They can't protect the quarterback. Spencer Sanders hasn't played anywhere close to where he was at the beginning of last year, even at the beginning of this year. And their wins have not been that impressive. They had to gut one out against Iowa State. They had to gut one out against Kansas State, a depleted Kansas State team. And then they lost to Texas in overtime. I think that they're frauds. Um, I just don't know how they're going to be able to, you know, go on the road now to Norman and play against the Sooners team. But let's your opinion on Oklahoma, because it looked like they were dead at one and two, and now they've won four in a row. Like, could they give Oklahoma State problems? So I remember we were t- we were talking a little bit about this earlier in the week. I really think that Oklahoma can win this game. Mm. I agree with you in 
on your hot take a little bit with how you described Oklahoma as kind of a fluke a little bit. Yeah, frauds. Um, or a fraudulent team. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really think Oklahoma can give them a battle. They're always – Oklahoma's always fun to watch, it feels like, every year, year in, year out. They won four straight. I think they can win this game. Yeah, I would agree with you. They've they've outscored their last two opponents, Texas Tech and Kansas, a hundred and twenty four to thirty seven. And I know that they're inferior teams, but you know, Oklahoma's still got a chance. You know, if they're able to ride out this last couple of games. Um, they even have a game against Baylor. They could win. They could knock Oklahoma State out of the of the top two and get themselves in. And then the other team they have to worry about, which who I think is the best team in the Big Twelve to this point, is. Uh, Iowa State and you know the Cyclones you know at the beginning of the year they lose to Louisiana everybody's like all right they're done it's over and I was like it's the beginning of the season they're gonna lose that game you know it doesn't matter they're playing against Kansas State team that has been decimated by COVID and injuries and you know the Wildcats still played well so do we see Kansas State going on the road to Ames and giving them problems um I think Iowa State's having a they're having a good year um I think they're going to win the game, but Kansas State at a four and three record. I think they could come in and keep the game competitive. Um, I would not be surprised by that at all. But I think Iowa State should win this game. Yeah, I'm I think looking, they need this game. Yeah, I think that they. I think if they win the, I read a stat on Twitter that if they win two of their next three games, uh, they get into the Big Twelve Championship, which would be huge for Matt Campbell. He's been waiting for that opportunity you know 2017 he was close 2018 he almost got there um and then i think it was last year they they turned on the jets in the middle of the season and then they faltered against oklahoma and oklahoma state they got through oklahoma they lost to oklahoma state where they could have won the game if they made if they made their kicks um and they're they're a few steps away from the Big 12 title game. If they beat K State and then they go on the road to Austin and on Friday afternoon and beat Texas, um, I, I think that they could still they still get a chance to get you know it's a long shot, but they could still get in the college football playoff. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, let's keep it with college football. Um, with um, let's go to the ACC. Is Notre Dame the best team in the ACC at this point in time because they beat Clemson? And then um, the, the big win on the road against Boston College in a rivalry game. Are, are they the best team? I am not prepared to say that they're the – right now they're the best team, but overall with Trevor Lawrence being back for Clemson, I'm not ready to say yet that they're the best team. I want to see – I really want to see a rematch of Clemson and Notre Dame in the playoffs. I'd love to see what Notre Dame does against Trevor Lawrence. And to me, that'll – answer that question um but Notre Dame has looked fantastic they beat a pretty good Boston College team this weekend obviously coming off that huge win against Clemson um and Ian Book had another good game they're they're fun to watch we'll see we'll see what happens down the line with them I'm going to throw another hot take into the mix about Notre Dame and say that Ian Book should be a Heisman Trophy candidate because he had, like he's flying under the radar. The way he played against BC, I'm like, how is this guy not a Heisman contender? Because he's been playing, you saw him scramble out of the pocket, run down for first downs, um, 
and 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 that defense is is very talented. They've got a great defensive line. They were all over BC's offense, um, even when they turned the ball over early in the first quarter, and, and BC got the field goal. They didn't they didn't quit, and um, I think that shows that I think they're the most balanced offense. I think they're the most balanced offense, and I'm impressed with their defense. I think the question is, can they keep this up? You know, coming off a of bye, they got to go to Chapel Hill next week against North Carolina for Friday sort of kind of afternoon game and then we'll transition into a night game so that could be a challenge um so i mean if notre dame is able to ride this out i i think that they're, they're probably not the best team in the country because i still like bama and i still like uh clemson but they're the most balanced and you know they got a good chance so i guess the other question in, in college football that i have is the best group of five team like we're waiting for that like that potential playoff crashing team and you know Cincinnati's good, BYU's good, Oregon if they're able to win out, um, they could potentially get in. Like you look at these group of five teams, who, do you have a favorite group of five at this point? A team that could potentially get into the college football playoff? Um, Oregon, they had a they had a pretty big win last. They won forty three twenty nine. They played Washington State. I really like Oregon. Um, I remember last year they had hurt. I I remember watching them a lot last year. This year they look good again. I think they could. I think they could get in. They keep they keep winning games. I think the one concern that I have for Oregon is to um, you know they they still have to play Washington down the road. They still got to play uh, Cal, and those two gave them a scare last year. Um, and I still want to see this quarterback Tyler Shaw. Um, if he could keep developing into a good quarterback. Um, but I think best group of five has to be uh, Cincinnati. They avenged the eight, the American Championship loss to um, to Memphis a couple weeks ago. They've been playing great defense. Their quarterback's been playing great. Tough challenge for them on the road this week against UCF, who beat them two years ago with an opportunity to win the conference championship themselves. Um, and then Cincinnati beat them last year, so revenge is a factor. Um, title game is still at stake for UCF. They only have two losses, and they could still mathematically get in if they win this game. But I like the Bear. I'm also impressed with BYU. Like I, I watched BYU once against Boise State, and they looked excellent. I think they could. You know, their, their quarterbacks been playing excellent. They're running the football, and I'm impressed with their defense. So, I mean, out of, out of those. 47. They're forty-seven and a half point favorites this week against North Alabama. Jeez, um, yeah, that'll be a great. I think the Cincinnati UCF game is going to be a, an interesting game, along with Wisconsin Northwestern. Yeah, I'm gonna one last hot take in football. I think I think Northwestern is going to beat Wisconsin. I, I really do. I, I'm impressed with Northwestern. You look at where they were last year; they were a, a, an atrocious offense, and now they're scoring you know twenty something points a game. They've been playing so much better on defense, and um, they've beaten some good. They've beaten good teams. They beat Maryland, who was starting to get hot. They beat Iowa, who was looking good. Who's looking good right now? And um, I'm impressed. I think at home game against Wisconsin. Wisconsin coming off a big win or rivalry game against Michigan. I don't know. I, I you know I, I think Northwestern could give them problems. Is there any upset you could see out there this weekend? Um. I think the Northwestern Wisconsin game could be good. And then I'll also the other upset, like we talked about before, is I could see Oklahoma beating Oklahoma State. Um, and then 
Yeah, I also think I want to see what Tennessee can do against Auburn. They haven't played well this year. They're usually they usually have a good program year in and year out. So I'd like to see if they can pick it up against Auburn this weekend. I think that's a potential game to keep an eye on. But I like your Northwestern pick there against Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they play defensively and. Um... And I know Trevor Lawrence coming back. I think Florida State could cover the what is it, a thirty-five something point spread against yeah, Clemson. And a half. Yeah, I don't. I'm not comfortable with that number with Trevor Lawrence coming back, and I still think Clemson's banged up on defense. Um, Florida State could give them a scare for at least a quarter. Like I wouldn't say it's. I'm not going to say Clemson's going to blow them out, but um, I'm interested to see how Trevor Lawrence does in his. Uh, first game coming back from the from the COVID list and that's going to be interesting so I'm also looking forward to the Oregon UCLA game because I'm still waiting to see Oregon play a complete game they fell behind against Washington State had to slam the door they fell behind against Stanford had to slam the door they got to start fast and against the UCLA team that just hung 34 points on Cal in their second game of the season um, they can score a lot of points you know this defense that Oregon is going to have to play arguably its best game of the season if they're going to be able to beat UCLA. But, you know, Oregon's favored by 13, a lot of points against a, against a high-scoring team. So, 13 and a half. Yeah, I think that's too many points. I got UCLA will cover, in my, in my opinion. So I would watch out for those games. So uh, when we come back, we'll be talking some football. Um, you're listening to the Marvel Sports Podcast. We'll be right back with NFL. NFL action. We'll talk about some of the big games that we saw last week, and we'll get into our picks for Week 11. So, last week, Thursday Night Football, the Colts took down the Titans 34-17. I think we picked Tennessee in that one, so we got that one wrong. Yeah, we did. um, The first game that I want to talk about that I'm really giddy about is the Giants beating the Eagles. David, do you think the Giants can win the NFC East? Well, I think I don't think that they could win the NFC East. I think the Eagles could lose the NFC East because the Giants. I think they've got a difficult schedule coming out of the bye. They got to go to Cincy, then they got to go to Seattle, and then they got to play against Arizona, Cleveland, and Baltimore, and then they finally wrap it up against an easy team like Dallas. But the Eagles have the, basically the same calendar because they have to play. Um, after after last week, they got to go to Cleveland. Then they got to play the Sea the Seahawks on Monday night at home at Green Bay versus New Orleans at Arizona, and then two divisional games right after with Dallas and the and the and the football team. Um, so I don't I I think that the the Eagles I, I don't think they're a consistent team. I think Carson Wentz is an average quarterback. I think that his offense is depleted. Their offensive line continues to break down, and, and their defense, I mean, they gave that game away against the Giants. They couldn't stop Daniel Jones. He was like, what, 75% completion for, uh, last week? He um, was, and he had a lot of rush. He had the, the big rushing touchdown yeah, to get big, going on yeah, the first offensive drive. Yeah, so I think that as much as I, I want the Giants to win the division, they have to really come out of this 
out of the mess that they're about to go into after their bye week. And, and I'll say this, they go three and three. I, I think they can win the division because the Eagles have such a difficult schedule coming up. But I was impressed. I think the Giants are. Uh, I think the Giants have a great defense, and uh, Daniel Jones is definitely improving. That was one that they really needed to win. Yeah, that was a huge win for them. That puts them. That makes them a contender at the very least. And I guess you could call it the NFC least. Yep, absolutely. So all, all four teams have major flaws, but the Giants look like they're at least heading in the right direction with the two straight wins. Um, how do you feel about your Panthers getting decimated by the by the Bucks? Um, well, I talked to uh, Coach Dungy on Twitter before the game started, and he said like they've got a chance. All they have to do is just you know quick passes to get out of the defense and uh, stop Tom Brady. And they didn't do either one of those things. So he completely he was right. They should have done what he said, and they didn't. So. Um, but I, I think Tampa Bay got back to, they shook off that game in New Orleans or against New Orleans at home they came back and they just, they got back to running the football, which was what they needed to do and what they should have done last week or two weeks ago against New Orleans. So uh, that's a game that Tampa Bay needed to win. And now uh, another tough stretch of their schedule because they got to play the Rams, um, on Monday night, then they got to play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and then the Red Hot Vikings after their bye. So <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and then two games against Atlanta, and Atlanta can score. So I think the Bucks, if they can get through this stretch and they can get to like nine and four, ten and three, I think they could be a playoff team. So um, that was a good win for Tampa Bay, one that they they did really need to win that game. Yeah, huge bounce back for them. I think Ronald Jones had a ninety-eight yard rushing touchdown. It's like set a record or something there. That made me just um, go off on Twitter about how terrible the Panthers' defense is. It really like as much as we and their offense can't move the ball. They they don't have Christian McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater's banged up, you know, and their defense is just it, it, it's terrible. It, we just have to come to we have to come to facts. Their defense is just terrible. So it is, yeah. They couldn't stop the Bucks at all. I think I think they had like four or five different receivers with at least five receptions. Um, just a tough loss. I think Panthers have Detroit this week. Who I think they can beat. Um, another, another really entertaining game. Obviously, everyone remembers the one, the big highlight being the touchdown at the end. Bills, Bills, Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins. Who do you think made? Who's that play more? Like who made a better play there? The throw from Kyler Murray or the catch by D Hop? Well, Kyler Murray can get away from just about anything, so I think that um, I think that anybody could have. If it was Tom Brady, I would have said there's no way he could have made that throw under that kind of pressure. If it was Kyler Murray, I would have said absolutely. If he could run out of the pocket, he could easily get out of that um, that tough play. But I got to give it to DeAndre Hopkins going up in triple coverage and somehow coming down with the football. Um, was unbelievable and uh, definitely the play of the season. But the Cardinals have been in some. Excellent football games. The Sunday night game against Seattle, going into overtime, the Cards winning on the last play of the game in overtime on the walk-off field goal, going to San Francisco and beating the 49ers. Um, the game last week against Buffalo, it makes me question. They, they lost to Carolina. I'm like, every time they win the, a, a meaningful football game, I'm like, how in the world did this team lose to the Carolina Panthers on the road the way that they've been playing? But tough 
tough test uh, tonight against a, a Seattle team that is that's angry and that really needs to win this game. But um, I think the Cardinals, if they're able to you know, run out the last stretch of this calendar, I think they've got a really good chance to be a spoiler in the playoff. Yeah, the Cardinals have looked really good. They beat some really good teams. Um, obviously, beating Buffalo there. Josh Allen came out of the gates hot, and then the fourth quarter, I think he threw, he had a couple turnovers, and then he had that big throw to Diggs on the last drive. You're like, oh, look, Buffalo, they picked it up. They're looks like they're gonna come out of this with a dub, and then that incredible play at the end of the game. We're gonna be seeing that on Sports Center all year. Yeah, I will say, go ahead, go ahead. Um. So moving on, the Rams played. We uh, we just spoke about the Seahawks, and one of the reasons they're angry is they got shut down by the Rams' defense. I was wrong about that game. I, I really thought Seattle was going to win that game. They just didn't come out. Um, obviously, Chris Carson being down doesn't help. Um, but the Rams' defense made some big plays. I think they had two picks big win there um but our biggest upset of the week was last sunday night the patriots took down the ravens and what are, what are your thoughts on that that's a huge win for them well i think the patriots got back to um got back to what they were capable of with cam newton that's to run the football Played talented defense, and I thought they didn't have a chance because Lamar Jackson is electric. They couldn't stop him last year, and they had like half their defense hurt from last year. So no Gilmore, no Shalit Calhoun on the defensive line. They were down a couple of middle linebackers. I'm like, how in the world do the Patriots have a chance against Baltimore? And you know, the Patriots came out, and I think we're learning a lot about Baltimore. They look like a one-trick pony out there because all they do is run Lamar Jackson, run Lamar Jackson. They don't let him throw the ball. He was he was under <clears throat> he threw a pick he had 250 yards passing Cam Newton was 13 of 17 with 118 yards and a touchdown I know it wasn't a much stouter day from Cam Newton but Lamar Jackson and has run the ball too many times they're not letting him throw the football and Baltimore's defense looked tired at the end of the game and the Patriots ran right through them um, outgained them by almost 50 yards or more than 50 yards, excuse me, and, and Jacoby Myers, I gotta tell you, he is an unsung hero of the season, because he's been playing outstanding, he had a touchdown pass, I think, to um, to Rex Burkhead, in a in a play that I didn't even think was possible, and then I watched, as the broadcast continued, they showed a real Jacoby Myers playing quarterback, and I'm like, make Jacoby Myers the quarterback, why don't we start Cam Newton, just put Jacoby Myers out there, let him do what he can, and, you know, but an impressive win for the Patriots, so... Yeah, a huge win there. And then the last thing we'll talk about from last week is the Steelers. So your upset pick of the Bengals, that didn't happen. 36-10 to 10 Steelers, still undefeated. They, have a, they still have a couple tough matchups. I know they have to play Baltimore. Do you think the Steelers can keep this up? Well, I'm going to say I'm never picking the Cincinnati Bengals ever again because they just can't deliver with Joe Burrow. And I thought coming out of their bye, they would be playing great. And uh, and the Steelers got back to their formula, which was to play excellent defense. And I, what I should have 
done is thought it through because I knew the Bengals had a terrible offensive line going against the Steelers' defense. I didn't think that through. But to answer your question, no. I, I don't think the Steelers will finish undefeated because they have to play Baltimore. And if Baltimore wins this week against um, Tennessee, um, then that game on Thanksgiving night is going to be huge, and the Ravens have got to win that game. And w- when they play with all that pressure around them, they play very well and, and talented. Um, so, And then at Buffalo, and the Bills have played very well against good teams. I I, I was going to say this about the Bills. I don't discredit them for that loss in Arizona last week. I, I think that they're still a good team. They were playing against the, an MVP candidate in Kyler Murray, um, and sometimes you just can't hold down hold him down because he's a fantastic quarterback. So I'm not taking away the Bills being one of the best teams in the AFC. They, they go into the bye banged up, which is good, so they'll get healthy. Um, so I think the Steelers will lose to Baltimore. They'll lose to Buffalo. And they could lose to Indianapolis later in the season because the Colts have a great defense. Mm-hmm. Yep, I I have my eye on that Buffalo game. I think Pittsburgh-Buffalo is going to be great. And also the Ravens and Colts, they're going to be challenging. Um, we'll see what happens, though, because the Steelers' offense look, looks really good right now. See so, yeah, how they do against some tough defenses, though. So moving on to week 11, we got a lot of really hard games I feel like to pick. And one of those is tonight, you got the Cardinals going into the Seahawks, a huge divisional matchup. Both teams are six and three. And I think I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Seahawks tonight. I think they're gonna come out angry. Um, I know Chris Carson isn't playing, but I think Carlos Hyde can step up and potentially have a score and at least 50 yards but I think Russell Wilson is going to lead the charge in a shootout victory tonight against the Cardinals at home well as Lee Corso would say not so fast I just don't think the Seattle defense is good they they can't win these big games you go back to against Arizona when they were undefeated big game the Cardinals won the game they go to Buffalo in another big game they lost they go to the to the Rams against an inconsistent offense, and they just got destroyed by Jared Goff. Um, and they held the Rams to less than 60 yards rushing, and they still lost the game. I just think Seattle is decimated on defense. Uh, Jamal Adams is questionable. The Cardinals can score points. And I think Kyler Murray is going to make an MVP statement going on the road and getting a win. So I'm gonna, I'll take Arizona and a, and a tight one out there in Seattle. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be very high scoring. Um, both defenses aren't playing well. I could see, I could see Buda Baker making a big play though at the end and sealing it. If, if I were to pick Arizona, I would also but watch. I gotta stick with my pick. Um, yeah, I would watch for Isaiah Simmons, the uh, Cardinals' first-round draft pick. He had a big pick against Seattle last, the last meeting that they played. I think he's going to come on and make big plays as well and give Arizona the lift on defense. So, moving on to some Sunday action, we got the Philadelphia Eagles going into Cleveland. You had, Cleveland had a 10-7 win last week. Nick Chubb came off of IR and had a huge game. And in this one, I think I'm gonna go with, I think Cleveland's gonna win this game. Philly's just too inconsistent. Their run defense is, they got decimated by Wayne Gallman and the Giants last week. I think, Cleveland is going to improve the 7-3 and, and take down Philly here. Yeah, I just 
um, got word that the, some of the Eagles wide receivers tested positive, including uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Um, so they're, they're too decimated on offense. Uh, Blaine Johnson could potentially be out. Jason Peters could be out. Um, and Carson Wentz is too inconsistent. But I'm impressed with Cleveland. They, they got back to Nick Chubb. He looks fully healthy to me, and I think that they've been playing so much better on offense. Um, the Browns are fourth in the league in rushing yards per game, and they've been playing about as good as football. I know it was 10-7 last week against Houston, but that was because the weather was absolutely terrible. Um, so I think, and Miles Garrett, I think I keep an eye on Miles Garrett. If the Eagles' offensive line is banged up, I see him having a big day. So I like Cleveland at home. Yeah, so we agree on that one. Um, the game last week, I mean, that obviously started off with a weather delay. So it was, and there was crazy wind there. I think I saw like upwards of 30 miles per hour. So it's obviously a tough day to have a big offensive game. Um, the next game on the schedule, you got a divisional matchup. It's the Falcons at the Saints. Who do you like in this one? Well, I'm gonna call the upset. I'm gonna go with Atlanta. I think the Falcons have they've won three of the last four, coming off the bye. Um, and uh, I think the Falcons defense has been playing so much better. Um, and no Drew Brees in this game. I, I, and the Falcons, you remember last season, the Falcons gave the Saints two great games. They won the one in New Orleans. They lost in Atlanta with, I think, three onside kick recoveries. So, yep, I think, uh, I think the Falcons go on the road and win. I, I'm, I think just I can't, no Drew Brees in the lineup. I can't pick against the Saints. I can't pick the Saints this time. I like that pick a lot. The Saints, um, no, just a unfortunate and very upsetting injury. I think Drew Brees with five cracked ribs and a punctured lung. That's a huge blow. He, I think that could be at the very, at the very least, season ending for him. And we'll, I don't think Jameis Winston can beat the Falcons at home because. I think the Falcons offense with, I think Calvin Ridley's supposed to play this week. He's questionable. I just think the Falcons, I think they could go in and win this game. I'm gonna take Atlanta as well. Um, so moving on, you got the Cincinnati Bengals at, at the Washington football team. Who's your pick in that one? Well, the only interesting thing about this game is that the, the two top picks in the draft going head to head in Joe Burrow and right aside him, Chase Young on the other side of the line for Washington. I think the football team's been too inconsistent on offense and they should have won that game against Detroit. They should have beaten the Giants. Um, they should have beaten um, Baltimore, no, they shouldn't have beaten Baltimore. They should have beaten Arizona because they were so close to making a comeback. Um, I think the football team's too inconsistent. I think the Bengals uh, get back on track. Joe Burrow has another big game. Um, I'm going with Cincinnati in this one. Yep. Um, Washington had a really tough loss despite Alex Smith setting a career high for yards, I, or passing yards, I think. Um, he's actually looked really good coming off of that devastating injury he had a couple couple years back. Um, the I do think that the Bengals are going to win this game. For two reasons. A, I'm a Giants fan and I need Washington to lose. <laughs> and B, the real reason, I just think Cincinnati has more talent. Um, I think they're going to, they just got decimated by the Steelers. I think they're going to come out 
angry, and so they're going to go into Washington and win that game. Um, so next, you got the Detroit Lions at your Carolina Panthers. Is Teddy Bridgewater going to play, and do you think they can take down Detroit? Well, the answer is no. He's not going to play. I think he's just too banged up. Two injuries, back-to-back uh, -back games. Um, hopefully, P.J. Walker starts. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. He should have been the starter anyway because it's Coach Rule, and he uh, coached Walker at Temple during his time there. Um, Detroit's defense is another question mark, um, but the Carolina defense is just as bad. So uh, no, I think Detroit. I think Detroit wins this game. I, I, I just can't pick against the Pan I can't pick the Panthers' defense right now. I agree, especially if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play. No, I just don't think that Walker's got enough experience to win this game against Detroit. Um, I think Detroit's gonna win this one, but I think it'll. I think it should be a good game. It should be relatively close, but I think Detroit has the edge, especially with no Teddy and no CMC, which is also just unfortunate for Carolina. Um. So we got Pittsburgh going into Jacksonville, and I think this would be my lock for the week. Um, I think Pittsburgh's gonna be 10 and 0, 10 and a half point favorites against the Jags. Just, I mean, they were competitive against Green Bay last week. Um, Green Bay just, Aaron Rodgers had a great game, but they, James Robinson was eating them alive, but. I think Pittsburgh's gonna take this one. That's my lock pick of the week. What do you think on this one? I think it's gonna be a lot closer than people are thinking because the Steelers haven't played their most complete game. Um, I think that this could be a shootout because Jacksonville's been playing a lot better with Jake Luton, a quarterback. Um, the Steelers have to get back to running the football. Um, because the Jags give up the 130, 131 yards a game on the ground. And James Conner can run the football. Um, I, I think Pittsburgh's going to win, but I think 10.5 is a lot of points considering the way Jacksonville's played the last few weeks. Yeah, it should be interesting to see if Pittsburgh can improve to 10 and 0. We'll see what happens there. Um, then next, you got the Tennessee Titans going into Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Who do you like in this one? Both teams at 6 and 3. I guess it depends on who needs it more because I feel like I like Tennessee. I love Derrick Henry. I love Ryan Tannehill. I love Mike Vrabel. Um, but I I can't see Baltimore losing this football game. I just can't see it. I think Tennessee's defense is too bad. Um, I think that their rushing, their passing defense can't stop anybody. Um, they couldn't stop the Colts. Um, so I think Baltimore goes gets the win and sets up a Pretty interesting showdown next week with Pittsburgh at, uh, in, at Heinz Field. I also think coming off that tough loss in, at New England, I think Baltimore is going to come into this game at home really motivated to win against a good Tennessee team. I'm taking I'm taking Baltimore in this one. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a big game. He's due for one. He's kind of been on and off this year. Um, certainly not looking like he did last year. But I think this is—I think this is the week he gets back on track and gets the team back on track. They're gonna have 
they're going to improve the seven and three going into that big game against Pittsburgh. Um, next, we got the Patriots coming off that huge win against the Texans. Um, this is a and if the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. This is a game that they have to take in ten, in in Houston. Who do you see winning this one? I like the Patriots. I think they Stephon Gilmore could be back. I can help them in the secondary. Uh, J.C. Jackson has another unsung hero of the season. He's been playing outstanding on defense. Um, and I don't think Houston gives up the most rushing yards um, in the league. They also give up the second the second most yards a game on defense. Um, so the Patriots really need to win this game. I think they have to come out aggressive and um, start throwing it around because I think Jacoby Myers can make plays. So. Um, I'm going with the Patriots, but I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, I can see this one being very good with the Texans giving up a little over 120 yards to Nick Chubb last week. I think a player to watch is going to be, I think Harris is a player to watch. I think he could have a big game for the Pats. I think Cam Newton can run the ball a lot in this game. And Jacoby Myers just evolved into their, their guy right now. He's just... Cam Newton and him, they have a great connection. I could see him having a big game as well. I think the Patriots are going to win this football game. The Texans just aren't having a great year at all. Their defense has just been awful. Um, so, moving on, we got the Dolphins, who won again last week, going into Denver. And Tua had another good game. What do you see happening here? I'm tempted to pick Denver. I really am. The high altitude, um, the high altitude could be a huge factor for Tua and this Dolphins offense. Um, but Denver's offense, on the other hand, is really struggling. Um, they can't score, and I don't think they're going to score enough to beat Tua and the Dolphins. I, I think it's going to be really close, though. The, again, the high altitude scares me, but um, Miami's playing the best ball out of anybody right now, so. Um, I'm taking the Dolphins, but very, very close game. Yeah, Miami's hot right now. Um, but I think a lot of this comes down to, for me, is if Drew Locke is going to play. I know he's questionable. Um, if he doesn't play, I'm definitely giving this one to Miami. But if not, I still think Miami wins in a close game. But I think Tua's going to have his most challenging game yet. I think Denver's defense could pose a problem in the high altitude. We'll see what happens. Um, then the next game, you got the 0-9 New York Jets going into LA to take on the Chargers. Can the Jets finally win a game? No. No, not against the Chargers. I think the Chargers finally get a win. I mean, they've been They've been waiting, waiting, and waiting for that, that big game from Justin Herbert. I think this is it. I think Justin Herbert goes off, and uh, I think the Chargers win. Chargers win big, too. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. The um, the Jets are just horrible. I mean, the Jets um, are coming off. Go ahead. Huh? Uh, the Jets are coming off a bye, and they just they were competitive in their last game against the Pats with Joe Flacco at QB. He's starting again this weekend, but the Chargers have some playmakers on that defense, and 
they obviously have Herbert, who I think has just gotten... It's just been unfortunate for them. They've had some big leads that they've blown. Um, but I think they're going to... I think going against the Jets, they should have no problem in that in that game. Um, so, next on the schedule, you got a really good game. You got the Packers going into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Who do you like in this close one? I'm really tempted to pick Indianapolis because they've been playing the defense is the best in the league. But I just think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers really need really need to win this game. Because they can create separation with the Bears absolutely going nowhere. And Minnesota's starting to get a little bit hot. Um, the Packers really need to win this game. I mean, <clears throat> the Colts do too, but um, and I know that they're going to be scoreboard watching the, the Tennessee-Baltimore game to see if they can gain any ground on the Titans, but I, I, just, I can't see the Green Bay Packers losing this football game, so I'll take the Colts. I mean, no, I'm sorry, I'll take the Packers uh, and Aaron Rodgers. Yep, I really, really need Aaron Rodgers to go do well this week because he's my starting QB this week in fantasy, but... Indianapolis's defense, I think, is still ranked number one. It's going to be really challenging. I think this is equally as important, if not more important, for the Colts. And I could see them winning a very close game against Green Bay this week. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good game. And we'll see what happens. Um, next, you got the Dallas Cowboys going into Minnesota against the Vikings, who just took down the Bears, who just lost Nick Foles for a while, it looks like. Um, but the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, and Adam Thielen, they had a really great connection. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna destroy Dallas, who just looks terrible this year. Who do you like in this one? Dallas gives up the second most rushing yards in the league, and Dalvin Cook has been a monster for the Vikings. I think they can, they can still make the playoffs. I think the Vikings are they're coming on to be a potential playoff team, and uh, yeah, I'm with you. They're going to d- destroy Dallas no matter who's playing quarterback. Um, Dallas, Dallas just can't score, so, and they can't play defense. Yeah, I think you're going to see a monster game from Dalvin. He's had... He had a stretch where he had 400 yards in two weeks going. He didn't have as, the Bears were able to contain him. I think he's gonna come out with triple digits and at least one or two scores against Dallas. Um, Next you got the Chiefs at the Raiders for Sunday Night Football. The Raiders went into KC and handed KC their only loss of the season just a few weeks ago. Now the Chiefs are now the Raiders are hosting the Chiefs. Do you think the Raiders can do it again? Absolutely not. I don't I don't even see it being competitive. I think the, the Raiders, almost their entire D-line hit the COVID list. And um, the fact that they won't be able to practice for a little while. And Kansas City has been playing so much better since that loss. And um, Andy Reid, when he has extra time on a bye, really gets his team up for the challenge. And... Um, 
I just I, I don't even think this is going to be competitive. I think Kansas City blows out the Raiders. Um, what's the point spread? Seven and a half. I think that's a lock. I think Kansas yeah. City. I think Kansas City wins by at least twenty-one points. I agree. Um, the COVID scare for the Raiders just that really puts them in a, at a big disadvantage defensively. And Patty Mahomes has looked real has looked fantastic. Like the questions coming in, can he do it again? Can he come off the momentum from the Super Bowl win? He's answering that question and he's just been outstanding. And I think he's he's definitely an MVP favorite right now. Um, I think the Chiefs are gonna go in and beat down Oakland as er, Las Vegas as well. So moving on to the final game of the week, Monday Night Football, Rams at Bucks. Who do you like in this one? I want to pull the trigger on the Rams, but I just the offense is so inconsistent. Um, and good winning in Seattle, but they should have beaten the Dolphins if they were playing that well. Um, they should have beaten the 49ers if they were playing that well. They should have beaten Buffalo. They should have beaten Buffalo um, on the road. Um, another East Coast trip. I mean, can the Rams really get up off the get off the high horse after that big win against Seattle? Um, I think it's a defensive game. I think it's low scoring, but I, I t- Tom Brady beat Jared Goff in the Super Bowl. He'll beat him again this time. I think the Ram- I think the Bucks win, and I think the Bucks win by like a point or two. It's going to be close. I agree. I think the Bucks are going to win this game. They looked really good last week, bouncing back against Carolina. Um, the Rams' defense has been playing well, though, so it's going to be a challenge for the Bucks to score a lot of points, but I just don't trust the Rams' offense to go into Tampa and outscore Brady and his powerhouse offense that he's been given by Tampa Bay. So... I think that the Bucks are going to win this game. All right, and with that, that is a wrap for Episode 4 of the Marvel Sports Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can check us out on Spotify or on Anchor. Um, be on the lookout for my Week uh, 11 uh, pick post on marvelsports.com. Um, for Andrew, I'm David. We'll say so long, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Thanksgiving episode will be released on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, but we'll definitely get it out there before... Um, the turkey gets served. So see you guys next week.